I'm Carrie Ann. And I'm Allison. And this is Podcast Without an Audience, where two friends pick two topics and find intersectionality. We are a psychology and history podcast. Each Thursday, we find intersectionality between our topics. Or not. <laughs> you can find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd, or join us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us in discovering what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. Jess is not allowed while we're recording. Yeah, I'm just going to let her know. Like, yeah. recording. Put your foot down. Hey, Jess, you're going to wait outside until we finish this episode. Well, she's probably hanging there for a while anyway, but just letting her know. Unless you bring me $5,000. Fuck. <laughs> $5,000 in sequentially ordered ones. <laughs> sequentially ordered ones? Is that... Is that, was that correct? What's that? Sequentially ordered ones. Meaning I want the ones in order from zero to 5,000. To so like the serial number? I want, yes, sequentially. That's a lot. I want every penny. Um, no, I'm not pulling my money out to try that. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> Coffee is coffee. I, you know what? You know who has weirdly good coffee? <clears throat> and maybe you might disagree. What? But I think McDonald's coffee is actually pretty I, fucking good. I will not fight you on that. Dude. McDonald's coffee low-key slaps. Like, like it's hard. really, like, even the it's coffee like, black. It's, it's like workman coffee, but, like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, it's cheap, and I can drink it black, and it the flavor of it is amazing. Say what you will, but the infrastructure of our whole society depends on how cheap McDonald's food is. Construction workers, they ain't out here trying to get no third wave coffee. Very true. They ain't going in line asking for a fucking macchiato. Dude. <laughs> they have macchiato there. <laughs> That's not a real macchiato. <laughs> That's a 20 ounce drink. <laughs> a real macchiato is like three ounces. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is that coffee slaps. It's and good. It has a legitimate place in our world. Dude. And it's funny you mentioned the the price of things at McDonald's because I don't think they really have a dollar menu anymore. They don't. It's fucked up. Which is so fucked up. And we're recording. Sorry. Oh, no. You're good, dude. No, this is, no we're chilling. This is, I'm, this is a good segue. I just this... wanted to put my spoon somewhere where my uh, paint has not been. Oh, that's a very good point, actually. Uh, I don't want you to die. Toxic shit, right? This is the first episode where there's really no topic. I've topic is friendship and we are it's friendship friends. and connection and we're going to talk and hang out yeah i've been wanting to do this for a long time the point of Dane white show is i don't want people to feel like they have to have something to talk about to be on this show uh, we can we can make things talk about. there's a lot happening in the world that we can talk about it you know what i'm saying there's bill gates is freshly separated it's the first thing that came to mind. yeah dude like that's fucking crazy like 27 <laughs> years and that dude's like man I'm, we're done yeah. We've done enough together. It, it seemed, oddly enough, it seemed like really peaceable. Yeah. Like they were just like, we're rich. We don't need we each other. We don't need, this is probably a business thing. This is thing. a financial dependency. <laughs> Our kids are 
old, rich, yeah. they're set. Didn't have a prenup, but still said, we're cool. $3 billion. Whack. He gave her $3 billion. Whack. To walk, I guess, not to walk away, but as a, I guess a parting gift, I guess you call it. That's insane. <laughs> Could you imagine? What would you do with $3 billion? Dude, uh, endless. I don't have no clue. I don't know that my life would change. I mean, like, I can't call it because I don't have $3 billion. I don't I'll, know if I'll, my life would change. Too much shock. I'll probably go to cookout. Right. <laughs> I'll be like, can I get two trays? Double fries? I'd ask for chocolate ice cream in my Cheerwine flute instead of vanilla. <laughs> I'm just going to buy this whole store while I'm here because <laughs> $3 billion. So, and I only say this because it reminds me, I was at Jasmine's place and we looked up cookout reviews on okay. uh, YouTube. <laughs> okay. Dude, yeah. That shit got me mad. What? All these like boring Concord kids were like, "Haha, we're the pros at cookout." Oh my god! They, they were like, "They were like, we love cookout. We 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 eat there all the time." And they they order one of everything on the menu. Half the shit they try, they were like, "Oh, I hate this." I'm like, "What kind of clickbait <gasps> shit?" What? Right. And they they were talking down on the quesadillas. They were talking down on the chicken sandwiches. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, bro!" I, like, I was pissed. I was so mad. I went to cookout after the video and got you some food. <laughs> got me some fucking food. Speaking of that, Shelby. Just had the quesadilla from Cookout, and I don't think she liked it that much. We were, we were at That's the we were at the the um the fire pit last week, and she was eating it, and she was like, ah, oh, right. she yeah. can't taste a lot of the chicken in it. And I was just like, the chicken's there, it's shredded, <laughs> but uh, I'll take your quesadilla though. And she gave it to me. Do you think she was expecting like a Taco Bell? I think she meant. Quesadilla. I think she was expecting like a a a fucking I don't know a. It's straight up authentic quesadilla straight from Mexico. <laughs> Hold on. No, I'm just messing Show me, I'm just messing with you if you hear this. I'm just messing with you, bro. Well, I was going to say, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think a quesadilla is, is, this me- is authentic yeah. to Mexican cuisine. Not at all. But, um, but I'm here for it. I'm, yo, if for that ever this. happens, whatever. But yes, whoever the Concord kids, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, Concord kids. Not Concord. Well, maybe Concord. They yeah. got those Batman ass looking um, rescue squad vehicles. Now. Oh, I heard about that. Dude, pissed, dude. They're um, are they Chargers or what? The not, Teslas? No, what, what? no, dude. It's like a straight up tank. It, it's like what brand? It's it's like if I had to equate it to a civilian oh, vehicle. Oh, the big humongous uh, tank things. Yes, it, it looks like it came out the dark yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. So if I had to equate it to like a civilian vehicle, it'd be like a, a Ford F four fifty or some shit. Like, like something you have to literally climb into. Exactly. Like, yeah. a, like an H1 or something. It was crazy. And I saw that and I was, I mean, it was a Canapolis or it was a Concord? I think it's in that Canapolis. Uh, maybe. Or same area. I don't um, know. Anyways, I saw that on Twitter because uh-huh. Twitter's the best social media network ever. Okay. Um, and I was like, why do, <laughs> why is that needed anywhere in the United States? And the, the audacity to put rescue on the side of it? What are we rescuing? What are you rescuing? Uh, are we in war? Yeah. Concord's a war zone. <laughs> yeah, we, I just didn't know it. Of all places, too. Concord. What? That's just so random. But like I said, there's so much crap happening. The Daniel White Show is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more.
around the world right now. You know what I'm saying? It was his Mother's Day today. We saw mothers. Shout out. Shout out to that. Had Shout pie, out to your mother. Had pie at the North Carolina Botanical Garden. Oh. Mom brought a strawberry pie. She bought, did she make it? She, yeah, she did. Homemade. She made the crust. She made everything. What? And you didn't bring any? No. Okay. This is where our friend, this is where the episode ends. Okay. Cut into a commercial. I'm going to think about what you what you just said to me. Anyways. <laughs> no, it was Mother's Day. My mom, we and her went to Cracker Barrel. She wanted to go to, the, she, we went, <laughs> she wanted to go to Scrambled, but she knew that was going to be a ridiculous, like, I don't hate Cracker Barrel, but it's never my first choice. I don't even, I just. That place is always so sus to me. <laughs> I used to, like you know how you you enjoy shit until someone feels the need to like complain about it yeah. incessantly. It's like I used to enjoy Cracker Barrel, it, not like oh this is high quality Southern food. It was just like I fuck with it. I, I like biscuits. Yeah, cornbread's cool. Uh, cornbread's really good. Yeah, and then Jasmine Best. Shout out Jasmine Best. She was. She just went on a tirade one day, and it just kind of ruined Cracker she, Barrel. For I me. think you told me this before, she, actually. She's like Cracker Barrel ain't nothing but warmed up leftovers. <laughs> she said them. She, she said them freeze dried mashed potatoes. I said stop. <laughs> <laughs> you ruining the and whole experience you, for me. <laughs> and then you taste it. You're just like, damn. <laughs> I could taste the powder. I could kind of taste it, actually. Jasmine, <laughs> thanks for ruining this meal, bruh. I, I was safe for breakfast. I had some pancakes and eggs. Okay. And a mama, it was a mama's breakfast. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah. Two eggs, scrambled cheese, sausage, and um, some of their their coffee is not that great. Speaking of coffee. Uh, um, it isn't, because I had it last yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great at all. And um, she got her this funky... Caramel latte drink. This is Mother's Day. You get what, get what sure, you want. Sure, sure. Treat yourself. Um, but yeah, it was great. Today was wonderful. Didn't have to work. And then we're here. Then we're here. wonderful. This is the first episode with no topic. We're just going to hang out. We have some icebreaker cards that are going to lead in the conversation. But first of all, let's talk about who the fuck you are, how we know each other. Okay. Because to be honest with you, I kind of forgot how we met. Someone asked me the other day and I couldn't. I literally can't remember. I don't know if it's on uh, Riley, maybe? I don't know. It might have been through Raleigh. I think it started on... Well, like... Yeah, so... We had a bunch of people in common. Through yes. Instagram or, you know, personal... Art life. world. Especially art world. I think mainly through art world. But, um... I think it just kind of went from Instagram into real life. Like, it just kind of... Yeah. Seamlessly bled somewhere. I'm trying to get the first Cause, hang. Because you and I were like... Yeah, we were, we were discussing that the other day. Like, what was the first... Cause I don't know if it was with James or if it was with Riley. Cause I think the second time was with, it was like second or third time with James. We went to McCool's. Was it McCool's? We went to McCool's to eat. I was gonna say McCool's or Cafe Europa because visually I remembered it being a low, yeah. dim area. It wasn't Europa. It was Cafe. It was um, McCool's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have been found at either of those spots, like pre-COVID. So. Didn't um, Europa close? Dude, I don't know. I hope not. And then they're closed. I, maybe like, I could be wrong. Like I haven't heard anything about it. Oh man, dude, that place was fucking good. Yeah, it's like I didn't want to go there all the time, but when I went, I was like, "This is right." It was amazing. Something about this just feels right. Dude, shout out to Greensboro for a handful of good places. Yeah, you know, you can't. Like, yeah, we got some sleepers. Yeah, we got more. Actually, more than a handful. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, we went to this Mediterranean place in Chapel Hill today. <sighs> so jealous. And um, someone was like. We don't have this back in Greensboro. I was like, 
because it was like an open format sort of Mediterranean. Just get in line, order your food, go to your table. Yeah, we you know do. what I mean? Like open that, bar sort of shit. Yeah. And uh, like you can see all the food being made and you know all the mess. I was like, Nazareth exists. Now if I was say, yeah, Nazareth mythos. Well, you yeah. can't really, well, yeah, mythos is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, so, you yeah. can't really send me the food. Well, kind of. Right. I mean, it depends, but yeah. Yeah. I like mythos. Still, same concept. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A lot of open air sort of deal. This is a very slept on city. And I say that from experience. When I lived, I, I lived here, I slept on Greensboro for a long time because I wanted to leave real bad. I still like to leave and see the world, but like I have a better appreciation of Greensboro. We have a lot of shit here. There's a, there's a ton of great restaurants here. Yeah. Yeah. Super G, the whole entire area over there. Dude. Amazing. Also, don't go to Tom Popo. Yeah, I know. I love Tom Popo. <sighs> like, food wise, it's the only ramen spot really right now. But, like, the owner is a fucking creep. Yeah, I hate that. I heard that story. Hit me up if you want deets. Bruh, I hate that. But we have other ramen places. I mean, um, gosh. What's that place we went to? No, it wasn't a ramen place. We got a special drinks. It was me, you, and Jess. It was like a Thursday afternoon forever ago. It was down, um, was it down West Market? Mushi? Mushi? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it starts with an M. Master T. Master, okay, that was it. Was that ramen? There? No? They... It's not ramen. I mean, it's a noodle bowl. Like a noodle okay, soup. Okay, yeah, I can't recall. I think we got Bami there. Yeah, I always get Bami. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to that. Anyways, Greensboro's great restaurants for us. Let's end it there. Don't soup on Greensboro. What the fuck? Anyways... Yeah, so me and Andrew have no clue how we officially met. Yeah. I literally can't remember. Hey, it's going fine so far. It's so going great. No Rick complaints. We bond over music, and he's an artist. Um, that He's been on free pizza. You know what I'm saying? We've collabed, gosh, a couple times, actually. Let's see. Um, logo, logo. Two posters. Two posters. Which one of those also served as a book cover, technically. Yes. Um... Uh, uh, a project that hasn't come out yet. My video project. Uh, yep. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't say it quite yet. It's coming, though. Um, yes. Many collaborations. And hopefully more to come. Yeah, more to come. No pressure. But just, yeah. it's fun. You know? Yes, me and Andrew know each other through art. Shout out to art and everyone that connected us. Uh, but yeah, Andrew, what's up with you, man? Where you from? If, oh. you, if you ain't listening to free pizza, oh. you know what I'm saying? I'm from uh, <clears throat> Lewisburg, North Carolina. Mm. It's above Raleigh by, mm, I don't know, 28 miles. Is it a country? Huh? It's like a country. like Oh, it's rural. So rural, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not much different than Greensboro in that you know, North Maine's all the white people. South Maine's all the black people. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, it's so, like most cities I feel most like. Most cities, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can imagine the disparity that follows in that. Really? Especially from a rural town, you know? That's like, what... it's bad in Greensboro, but like, <laughs> it only magnifies the more country you get, right? Country. Bruh. I can only imagine. I've always, it's probably been like a nightmare of mine of going to, I've been in many countries areas of North Carolina <laughs> and it's as stereotypical as, oh, dude, as yeah. you've heard it's, it's unfortunate almost uncomfortable um yeah. interesting how's your life there you have fun Ch- chill as fuck low key um yeah. and you know it's just small town deal I love it um I didn't live in the city I lived out in the country so oh so you were like it was a farm life yeah did you have did you have animals mm-hmm. yeah we had tons of cows and or Excuse me. We had tons of cats and dogs. We had a ton of chickens. Really? Dude, I fucked with chickens so hard. I didn't fuck chickens. I fucked with fuck with chickens. Dude, that'd be a different conversation. Ooh. <laughs> we had rabbits at one point. 
We had two peacocks for some reason. You had a peacock? My uncle is a... Are they native to... No. Okay. Where the fuck did you get a peacock no. from? My uncle's a very... Not the good uncle on my dad's side. The sketchy uncle on my dad's side. <laughs> okay. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah. But uh, he... I, I don't know what he does. Like, I think he... I, I think he might actually peddle drugs. He might. Hey, I don't know. Get your money. He's a sketchy motherfucker, though. <laughs> he acquired these like, like There are cool people. There are cash money people that deal drugs. That's fine. This okay. dude's fucking sketchy. Sketch. Like, stole money from his mom. Like, stole equipment. Farm equipment off the farm. Oh, no. Like, just real, like, not cool shit. And, um, anyway, we come home one day, and there's two fucking peacocks in our backyard. And we got, like, five acres of land on, like, the, the road front part yeah we got like a bunch of like field land and everything but like the yard yard is like five acres what and these two fucking peacocks just like took over the whole spot they were shitting all over the porch they were shitting all over the cars <laughs> and dude peacocks don't shit like chickens you know, How like, they little, little chicken shit's like well like yeah like a little gumball or something yeah. peacock shit is like you ever been to cheesecakes cheesecake factory yeah i've seen the dollop of whipped cream they put on the slice of cheesecake <laughs> It looks like that. Well, it doesn't look like that, but it's like that size. Oh it just, my god! It's just really? It's fucking huge. So you're just like, what the fuck? They're are just you like doing? dropping bombs on my mom's porch. She's like, I hate those things. <laughs> Did you ever find out where he got them from? No, but I got rid of them. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, I was a country boy, you know. You out with your gun? I went out with my gun, and I, hey, they were beautiful creatures. I respected them, but your mom was like, mom said. And I said, "All right, hey, that's like life is like that sometimes." It, I went and dug them a very nice grave, and that was that. So you grew up with a couple of peacocks, man. It was really weird, dude. That's so random. But yeah, we had a lot of animals. We like, I mean, I had like a rat one time, but mom made me get rid of it because your mom had, just don't like. He had some big nuts. Oh, really? He, he was stacked. Like he was ready to fuck. Yeah, you had a rat with big nuts. Yeah, I like them too. He's cool. I've never even realized. He's had some big balls, dude. I mean, they all do, but, you know. I've never even associated rats with having penises like, at all, actually. Like, proportionally, if they were like our size, they, we'd have no chance. It's like a <laughs> it's like a dog where it's just like in there until it's out. I don't know about the dick, but the balls are like perpetually out. On a rat? And it's like, I'd say proportionally, it'd be like having two footballs just dangling. <laughs> Just I'm like, gonna look at rat balls after this. I've never really thought about rats' <laughs> like, penises. Like if we before. had the nuts of a rat, someone would look at us and say, "Like you, you probably should go get help." Oh my god! Like elephantitis level. That's like, different help. shit. I'm so happy we don't have any big big nuts, dude. <laughs> it's funny you said that. Going to Shelby. One time I. <laughs> this is why this is gonna be such a fun show. But I was telling her because I saw this on the. It was like a Discovery Channel, but this guy with this like the biggest dick in the world, this, this dude in like Pakistan, dude, he literally has it taped around his leg, soft. It's like the size of his leg, literally. Wait, wait, wait like girth and everything. L- how long it is? Oh, it but is. Not girth. It's not super. I mean, it's it's kind of big. It's okay. it's pretty big. It's actually this probably the size of probably this like that. So like essentially, if he ever got hard, it would kill him. Oh, I don't see. Oh, dude. Uh, or kill somebody. Uh, no, like he would die. There'd be no like no blood circulation. Yeah, dude, I have to no... his brain or his heart. It's just like you're dead. Yeah, I didn't see it. it, it we saw it just wrapped up. It was literally wrapped up in cloth. Oh my god, and taped to Hold his up. leg. I gotta, I gotta Google this. Yeah, yeah, biggest, biggest thing in the world. You said where now? Uh, I think it was in Pakistan. Pakistan. 
I'll probably put this on uh, incognito mode here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, yes. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> but uh, giant wiener. That made me in Shelby's face. Oh my god, it was hilarious because it was like a special. Like it's like a not only is it a disease, but it's just a weird phenomenon like around the world or just a worldly phenomenon this dude has is humongous he can you see it no i just was like all the x videos in the world popped up well if you it don't i know it's on youtube oh damn i'm just looking at guy porn at this point yeah man. no it's on youtube it's, it's on, on youtube <laughs> yeah that's where we saw it because it's like, it was it's literally like a documentary type show oh i gotta look that up later yeah look it up later but it's not like yeah it's, you don't see it you don't see it but you see it wrapped up and like it literally had to tape it to his leg that's wicked when he walks around that's wicked so you're squirrel nut, or your rat nuts when oh, you think about that man. that video and shelby's face was just hilarious that's awesome yeah but anyways that's pretty fucking crazy <laughs> see a bunch of animals hell yeah dude yeah yeah sorry oh, sorry that was a really no. weird tangent we're back on uh, farm life yeah yes yes yeah so country boy dude i used to like okay so like you know, I feel like a lot of my generation, we really fuck with Lord of the Rings. <sighs> yes. You know, shout out to Peter Jackson. Big um, shout out. I used to walk around the woods and the yard and like dad, dad had given me a compound bow. Yeah. He also like gave me, he also gave me a long bow. Oh man, that's cool. Just like, cause I, I loved archery. Like yeah. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like going pro or anything, but like it was cool to learn because like he was using it as a hunting thing. Like, yeah. like I'm gonna take my son bow hunting one day, and this is good practice for him because right. I knew I knew how to like you know posture it up, you know, get get the arrow right, set it, nail it. You grew up in that environment, and, uh, and I also had like swords and machetes and like all the shit you could play with. You have actual swords. I had like knives and shit. I just walk around like cargo shorts, like just filled oh, with shit. Oh my god. So I'd walk out in the woods and just pretend I was like Lord of the Rings, like the battle of fucking uh not Helm's Deep. Not Helm's Deep, but um Which one? The, what was um, the island at the end of the first one? Oh fuck. Um That's gonna kill me. I just rewatched his movies like three months ago. Um Amon um, Hen. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Dude. Iconic. But anyway, yes, I pretend I, mean, I was there and I was fighting lures. So I was like, yeah. So we in the woods, was like swing your shit, like, ah, wah, Cutting ah. weeds down. Dad was like, hey, hey, he's, he's killing weeds. Uh, and hey, I was like, whatever. That's very true. That's free weed killer, baby. Dude. Um, that is hilarious. So funny. So funny. Shout out Lord of Rings, by the way. Yeah. Um, extended editions. I still need to get the director's cut or extended cut. Extended cuts. Yeah. I have all three of them. Yeah. Are those even available? Um, They're on iTunes. Well, I mean, like, physical media. Oh, yeah, dude, of course. Um, probably MK, you know? Because uh, I just literally watched those, like, a couple months ago. They're all, like, four hours long. I've never seen those. The Cinecuts? The five-hour ones? Oh, yeah, never. dude. They're all... The last one is, like, four hours and, like, I think 30 minutes. Dude. Dude. And, but it, dude, yes, absolutely. Pop one of those in, bruh. You good. <laughs> Legolas. <laughs> Shout out to Orlando Bloom, by the way. Dude, what happened to that guy? He actually had a great movie come out last year on yep. Amazon Prime. Um, it's a movie where it was like a... It's got some religious undertone to it. Yeah. But um, what would that... I, I forgot what that crap is called. Yeah, it's really fucking... Look it up. Um, but yeah, I think he's just with his family. He's married to some famous woman. Fuck. <laughs> As most of them are. Yeah, that was a really dumb way to describe that. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just but it was someone, it's someone like... You talking about The Outpost, by the way? Oh, let me see. Let me see the cover. Uh, 
I did watch that, but that wasn't it. Um, mm-hmm. Good movie. It's another one on Amazon Prime. Oh, God, he's like retaliation. Yes, that's it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That movie's really fucking good. Um, I'm gonna look up his wife now since we. Yeah, who's his wife? Look him up. Look her up. Miranda Carr, Australian oh. supermodel. Dude, oh my God. Oh, was she bad? She a cutie. That's not derogatory, by the way. She's like genuinely a cutie. Yeah. I love that. Look at her. Her little pregnant self. Oh, and those babies. Yeah, but he's been chilling. I don't think he's been doing... I think he's been kind of doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, dude, that was my favorite character on Lord of the Rings. 100%. For real? Legolas? Uh, absolutely. Yes. I'm I love Bone Arrows. I'm a big uh, Viggo Mortensen fan as far okay. as Lord of the Rings goes. Yeah. I was like, damn, Dad. D. Uh, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Let's go. Nothing wrong with that. No, oh, not yeah, at dude. all. Um, and then he got to kiss Liv Tyler at the end of... Which is sick. Like, sicko. I um, forgot. She's no longer an elf. Uh, she will die immortal. But love... But love... Love really does ruin everything. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> and freaking... When I would watch it, I totally forgot... I call him Agent Smith because of the Matrix, but... Oh, I know yeah, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I for, wait, Agent Smith... Is it, Agent Smith? No, no. Um, ah, Agent. Um, he was in a movie recently. Oh my God! What is his freaking name? Um, oh jeez. Inmate in the Matrix. It's Agent Smith. Is it Agent Smith? Is Agent Smith? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know his real name. Hugo Weaving. Yes, but he was in Lord of the Rings. He's the um, the I guess the elf. <laughs> Hugo the, Weaving. Twenty twenty. He was also the Red Skull in um. Oh, was Captain that him? America. Oh, that mm-hmm. was him. What's one of the biggest reveals? Like, um, was he in it in Endgame as well? Was that him? Um, have you seen Endgame? No. Oh, you haven't seen? Okay, yeah. There's a scene in there where you see him again. That's totally fine. Kind of spoiled that for you a little bit, but I, I don't. I apologize. I genuinely do not care. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah, God. And apparently, The Matrix Oops, Four was supposed to come out. What they're doing? Oh, yeah, there's a, there's no. a fourth one. Why do they keep pushing? Because they were gonna put John Wick four and Matrix four on the same weekend, like well last year during COVID. That would have been intense. <laughs> I have a Keanu Reeves fan. I I am too. I'm glad. Okay, I shouldn't say this. No, we should. This is what the show is COVID for. COVID was like the great cultural reset because. It stopped these studios from releasing these awful movie ideas. <laughs> Why are you hating on my Matrix Four? Fuck the movie industry, dude. It is. It's, it kind of nothing is trash. but propaganda now. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some real trash. Yeah, movies recently. Like I watched fucking Mortal Kombat, and I was like, Why did this movie need to be made? <laughs> did everyone? It literally felt like Kong versus Godzilla, but with just humans. You know what I mean? It was, <laughs> it was underwhelming. I wanted to see more fighting. Yeah, but and there's a new character that was kind of weird. You realize oh, that? Oh, yeah, that yeah. the main character was yeah. new. I thought he was gonna be Scorpion. I thought he was gonna be like the young Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, once the Scorpion fights some motherfuckers, and right. it was like, what the fuck, scale guy? I don't know what the frick you even call him. I mean, he was just like a. I don't know. Are, are we in the spoiler territory? I mean, like the movie's been out, man. We okay. All right. If you, <laughs> you know, exit if you care anything yes. about Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. We're just you, talk about skip it. over uh, thirty seconds. I don't know. Sure. 
Yeah. Why did Reptile... Oh, that, dude. Was that Reptile? That was awful. Am that was I reptile. led to assume that, that was... That was reptile. literally the version of Reptile. Trash. Horrible. Trash. That was a horrible scene. My anticipation is that they're going to bring him back with Sub-Zero. I guess they probably could, yeah. They're going to find some dumb shit way to be like, oh, we'll pull them from the underworld and they'll fight for us undead versions or some shit. Yeah. Um... And then he'll actually be in his human form at that point. Because that was so dumb how easily they killed him. Yeah. Literally was just like, Kano was like, He's just like, come on, man. And that was corny. That was corny. Kano was, it was so corny. Um, There was one thing that was like so corny it killed me. Oh, yeah. That was the moment. Because he, he yelled fatality, didn't he? He did do that. Yeah, when he, holding, he was holding his yeah, heart. I think. And I was yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, no. The dialogue was terrible. This is one giant commercial that I had to pay for. The dialogue was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, definitely low budget. You could tell it was very low budget. Um, they spent all their money on the effects because the effects were really good. Yes. Or the, all the money on the first couple minutes because the first couple minutes were like, huh. If they, I, I was this telling, is pretty promising. I was telling Jasmine at the end because we watched it together. I was like, if they made the whole first like 10 minutes of this movie into a whole movie... Like not not Mortal Kombat, the, but just, just like just like that being Bushido versus um, like ninja shit. What do you call that? Anyway, I can't think of the actual term. But like ninjas versus samurai with that level of gore, I'm here for it. That would have been amazing. Because after mm-hmm. that, literally after he passed and it went over to whatever, it was like it went. It just turned into like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. Which those are. I turn my brain off to Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First two, first three. Maybe fa- well, Tokyo Drift. Well, Tokyo Drift was, I guess, four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I like watching all of them, but it, it does get like, okay, this is pretty crazy. I've never been big on them, period, but I recognize first like, the one first was, four are like, you know, top dude, tier. That first one, though, bruh. Dude, that shit was awesome. Yeah. Love the first one. We watched those recently um, last year, actually. Cause or maybe. Sorry, I, I don't get divulged. Was Tokyo Drift number three, technically? Yes. Okay, yeah, then it is the first three. Number four is the one that stinks, I think. Yep, you got... Yes, because, yes, Tokyo Drift came out. Yeah, third one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, anyways. Um, damn good times. But, yes, movies this during COVID were... Yeah, they were okay. Good shows, though. Some good shows come out. Yes. Queen's Gambit? Oh, my God, it. dude. Dude, everybody the, everybody started on the on the uh, uh, Anya Joy Taylor train, and I'm sitting here like I've been on that shit, Bruh, She was oh, what was she in Peaky Bonders? Yeah, but before that, she was in The Witch. The Witch. That where's her in The Witch? I didn't realize that. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. I was have it, it on Blu-ray. Was it A24? So Dude, Robert the Eggers. Witch. Yes. Greg. And he's making another movie that's set to come out this year. Green Knight? With, with her and Bjork. What? Mm-hmm. Which was it called? Uh, the... Ooh. I is it A24? It is. Um, was it Greg the name of the, 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 the demon? The Northman is the name of the movie. Ooh. Uh, but what, what were you saying? What's the, the name of the goat? Is it Greg? <laughs> What's the name? I'm a goat named Greg. Um, was it Greg? What was the goat's name? Philip. Philip! Yes, okay. I'm he thinking was, of old Greg. He wasn't just Philip, he was black. Okay, Phillip. black Philip. But yeah. yes, yo, that movie was freaking crazy. 
<laughs> dude, good times. Eight twenty four. Yeah, dude. Wait, is this movie already out? Can't well, be. Look at release date. It's a, but it's already got like fucking, like intimate info on the Northman. Uh, I'm sure someone's IMDb. probably seen it. You know, it's probably been screened somewhere. He wrapped production in December, I think. The A24, first of all, is phenomenal. Yes. Like, have you seen Moonlight? Uh, I haven't, but I have seen The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, we watched it together. Remember Jasmine's house? Oh, that was a Jasmine's. Yeah. Dude. That was awesome. What a... Dude, uh, that's my my first introduction to Jonathan Mayers. You could take any shot out of that movie, and it would fall either into Renaissance or Baroque art. Yes. Oh, my God. That was a phenomenal movie. What a movie. Jonathan Mayers is his name, I think, is the main was the main dude. Wait, yes. Majors. Jonathan Majors, I think. Yeah, Majors. Yep, you got it. Yeah. It's Majors. Um, because he was recently in Lovecraft Country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was good. Lovecraft Country Lovecraft Country was it was really good. I enjoyed it. I'm skeptical. Like I've heard it's good and I accept that, but right. like personally, I don't know how invested I can get. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a show that if someone told me they hated it, I would understand. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those shows. Like, I can get that. Because for me, like, this is just me being an asshole, but cosmic horror is like, it's hard to do it like really good. Yeah, right. Have and, you seen it done well? Ever? Well, mostly in like video games because it's such an interactive medium. Well, yeah, and yeah. you can, you can do so many takes on that. Right. Where where you know. You as the interactor, you're experiencing it on so many different levels, whether it's narratively or, you know, you're actually in the middle of it, like, you know, playing the game. Okay. You know, whereas I feel like sometimes when you're watching a movie, there's not as much at stake. Right. You're not psychologically in it the same way. As if you were like literally that person in the, the video movie. game, right? Making the choices. So when you're like things. having to deal with choice making and and I don't know whatever creatures or whatever bullshit, yeah, it puts you in a different headspace. And that's not the fault, you know. Movies as or I guess motion films as like or motion pictures as a medium, it's not the fault them, but I think it's a limitation. You for that particular genre. Yeah, you right? definitely constrained. Constrained as far as time and yeah, how plus, quickly. You plus, can... even how to convey certain things. Cause like, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like most of the time it just turns into like either some cheap two thousands looking montage of someone having a mental breakdown, <laughs> yeah. or it's just pink and purple smoke, <laughs> like fog. You know what I mean? Yeah. I immediately think of Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, the fog. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Was, that, was that Stephen King? Or The Mist, not The Mist, Fog. Yeah, Mist, yeah, I know. Sorry. See, when you said The Fog, I remember, I realized what you meant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Stephen King. And yes. that ending, dude, to this day, I haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. I, know, but I know the book ending's different. Yeah. Bruh, when I watched that movie the first time, I literally had to sit there with myself for a couple hours. Yeah. The most dreadful ending I've ever seen in my life. And I think that is one of the best instances yeah. of it being, like... You know, motion picture sort of level. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the way it's like, oh, these creatures are so horrifying that I, my mind is fractured because yeah. they weren't. They were like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like the psychological toll that the ending had on you as a viewer. That's yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It's hard to do that in film. Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. 
But it's easy to do that in, in a game. In a game, yeah. But the way they did it in the mist, it's like, yeah, that's good shit. One of the biggest twists I can I've ever that's that was done well. Yeah, that I've probably ever seen. Well, they 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 squeezed every bit of juice out of it they could until it was just like, yeah. all right, pull the trigger. Does not literally triggers. pull the trigger? Literally pull the trigger. Like yeah, shot boom boom boom, sun last, and then he was getting. I think it was, it was trying to shoot itself. Mm-hmm. When he realized, I guess he realized that the was it what did he realize when the rescuers came? No, I can't remember how it ended. How did it end? I could be wrong, but I think it was something along the lines of there was some gateway that had been opened, and they ended up figuring out a way to close it, shut it off, or something. Yes, shit. but I mean, like, with, like the, with the guy, the main character, because obviously he shot his son, mm-hmm. shot the old people, and he came out. Was he, he was trying to shoot himself? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's no bullets left. I don't remember that as much. Okay, yeah, that might have been he was either struggling or he literally had nothing left right. to shoot with. Right, but then he realized. Then the smoke cleared up, and then the rescue came, and he realized that wow, if you wow. would have waited five minutes, yeah, everyone that he would have had a son. Yeah. Dude, that was. It, it, I love endings that are fucked up. Yeah, I love that shit. We don't see enough of it, <laughs> but like tastefully so. Yeah, of course. Nothing else. We're not talking outrageous. like Eli Roth here, just no throwing guts at the wall. <laughs> This is psychological fucked up shit. This yeah. is like, what in the world? I'm trying to think of a movie that hit like as hard as that recently or, or any time since then. But As far as having that kind of ending or just like... Yeah, that, that sort of shock value. It's like, well, I guess hereditary to a point, but it wasn't an ending. Yeah, well, yeah it wasn't really... Yeah, the whole thing was kind of just like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. <laughs> the middle of it was just like, okay? Yeah. Well, they, you know, everyone knows that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That scene, and I argued with a friend while I was in Colorado visiting him uh, about it. You know, nothing heated. It was just, you know, just blabbering back and forth about it. I think the potency of that scene is totally contingent on the um, the build-up. The ads. Yes. Everything leading up to it. Um, because if you, if you were to view that movie, I, and, and we were talking about that movie going into the future. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, that movie 10 years, 20 years into the future, kids that are born after it came out, Mm -hmm. they see it for the first time. They're not going to have that same sort of experience where everything leading up to the movie, ad-wise, you know, um, all of your preliminary material is like, oh, come see this creepy movie about this little girl and and her mom and there's some shit going on. Mm -hmm. And then like five minutes into the movie, her fucking head comes off. You're just like, wait, what? Right, right. It's Dude. like a total subversion of what, you know, they market it as. Yeah. yeah. And so they don't get that. So I'm wondering how that will, like, transcend time, if it does. I mean, yeah, it's still going to be shocking, but will it have the same potency, right? As future generations. That's a good question. Yeah. Because that'd be like going into, like, I don't know, to bring back Fast and Furious. What is it, Fast 9 is coming Fast out, or coming has out. it already yeah. come out? Yeah, it's coming out. It'd be like if, if they, you know, they always have fucking Vin Diesel in there. Yeah. What if like ten minutes into the film he just fucking blows his car up and he's in it he, and he's dead? He died. I'm like, whoa. Okay. That, that's potent. We've had eight movies to establish that he's a mainstay. All the marketing material led you to believe this is gonna be another just kind of fast movie. Yeah. And then he just fucking beefs it. Dude, that would be that'd be a shock. Kind of badass. That movie would probably get a lot more views, a lot more respect, a lot more ratings, like higher ratings yeah. as a result. 
You're right. You're probably not wrong, actually. Just for the just for the fact that something shitty happened, Dude, instead it of it playing out the way that everyone thought it was. Someone you loved. Yeah. I don't know though. I love that. But just you know. Anyway. Yeah. Shout out to A24, bro. No. Yeah, A24. I'm but, not. I'm not too big on Ari Esther, but you know, I respect the craft. They, he did Midsummer, right? He did Midsummer. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I want to say that I like Midsummer more than Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't really gotten my elevator pitch down on that yet. Ooh. And I and for that matter, I still need to go back and watch both of them because yeah. I've only seen them once. Oh, really? Each a piece. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I think each one has its own pros and cons. Oh, absolutely. Like every movie. Well, yeah, but... I don't know. There are a lot of people that seem to be in the camp that Hereditary is, like, dogmatically better. Like, there's a very, like... Strict, like... Hereditary is the better film. This and that and the other. Like, Midsummer rehashes all these ideas. And yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. But I think Midsummer has some merit of its own. Um, I think it... What, what I was mostly impressed by Midsummer is that pretty much all the deaths were in broad daylight. Well, the whole movie's in daylight. Yeah. Minus, minus yeah. one. With well, yeah. the black guy. Yeah. Got hit with a hammer. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole movie, yeah, the whole movie is straight, straight up in daylight. It's pretty as fuck. Flowers, blooming, fun. Yeah. People just getting fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was great. I thought they were, uh, the way they conveyed the way that acid looks. Yes. Very accurate. I've never done acid. It's very accurate. It's very accurate, very, really. Very. I was watching. I was like, "Holy shit, they and really they killed." Got this. that perfectly. Yeah. Holy crap! So your vision kind of like that. Just watch you... the movie. You're on acid. I, don't know, I've, I remember seeing like everything. Everything's like wavy and moving. That's and shit. how it is. Yeah. That's terrifying. You know how like sometimes you'll see faces in the trees in the movie. Yeah. That happens. I was Dude. tripping. I was tripping acid on like UNCG's campus. Uh, twenty six. Yeah, it was the summer twenty sixteen. Yeah. And it was like 12 a.m. It was like the most beautiful night. You know, really? you, got all, you got all the lights on on campus anyway. But like, it was really well lit outside. Like the moon was out. There was a little bit of clouds in the sky that were really low in the sky. So they were picking up some of the, the orange from the street lights. Yeah, yeah. And it was warm that night. And I was already sweating because I was on acid. So it didn't matter that it was warm. Does that make you sweat really? Oh, it makes you sweat like a pig. It's gross. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it's gross. Um, but we, um, I had a friend that was directing me around campus. She was like guiding me essentially. Because she had done it before. She yeah. was like, oh, oh like, she was... I want to make sure you're safe. You're in a good headspace. Like, I was like, oh, so sick. So anyway, <clears throat> got onto College Ave. Okay. You know how all, there's like the row of trees on both sides? Yeah, yeah. I went to the, the side where the freshman halls are. Okay. Right? Laid down on my stomach, and it felt like the pavement was breathing. Like I was sitting on top. Really? I'm not shooting. It felt like I was sitting on top of, like, this giant lizard, and, like, every time it inhaled, the pavement, like... Oh, my God. It was fucking crazy. And, like, I looked up at the sky, and the, the clouds were, like, breaking into tessellations. Like... Like mandalas, I'm yeah. not even. I'm not making this. Up, I swear Are to you God. Serious? And it was just like ever repeating. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. You just like. Huh? And it was like I could see through the clouds where they were breaking apart. I was like, what is happening? I looked down College Hill while I'm still on my stomach. Every single tree was like spinning, and they would stop, 
and it would be the outer profile, like side profile, yeah. of a man's face facing a woman's face. And then the next set of trees down would do the same thing, and it would be alternating. So man, woman, and then like woman on the left, man on the right. And then, and then woman on the right, then man on the left. And it just kept going all the way down until you got to Spring Garden where the trees stopped. No, you weren't freaked out? No, I was like, holy shit, this is insane. It was so cool, man. So there's one thing on your, on your tongue? Yeah, one strip, uh, one blotter tab. Yeah, can, and can't you ingest that two different ways? And you can do a like a tap thing. You can like microdose where you like just Dip leave it. it, leave it in a glass of water, and just kind of sip on it. Really? Mm-hmm. And it it's just like a little bit at a time. But and I just I just took the whole tab. And I was like, let's do it. Is it a tab? Literally a tab? Just a tab of paper and it, uh, on your mm-hmm. tongue, mm-hmm. and just let it. Sit you can there. swallow it. You can spit it out, but just leave it on your tongue for a while. Make sure you get all that goody good. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it like Molly? Never done it. Okay. I never done Molly. Molly's a pill, right? I do not know. What about like DMT? DMT, I don't know enough to say. I'd imagine mm. DMT probably can be ingested the same way as acid. Dude, I've, I've been with friends with DMT. It has looked so... What is it like? It's like, what, 10 minutes? But it feels like it three feels days like or something? It feels like forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because my friend tripping over, it was like, it was like 20 minutes and then just going crazy. Well, we just roaming the house and then they thought they were in there for like hours. Yeah. I was like, nah, that was actually pretty quick. That's wild. <laughs> the only thing about, and like, see, that's perceived longevity, right? Right. The thing about acid is, it's a roller coaster. It's like, once you're on, you're your own, buddy. You cannot get off that. 12 hours. 12 hours? You probably get, you get most of your activity around like hour three to eight, maybe? Three to nine? In my experience, but like, you know when you hit the spot. You know how when you're like high on, like when you smoke marijuana, <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. like hot. You like hit the apex. You're like, Ooh, like holy we shit, we are in this. It's like that on acid. Everything's just like, <sighs> like whirring and spinning and shit's just like, blah blah. Very vibrant and very <laughs> just feels like everything's vibrating. It's like you, I don't. I'm not one of those like people that subscribes to the hilarious like caricature of a hippie yeah. sort of lifestyle where it's like, yeah, dude, we're all part of like one big system. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, no shame if you're one of those people. I'm not dissing you. I'm just saying that's not me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Acid is exactly how anyone that has ever that you've ever thought about in that way has talked about it. Really? Yeah. Like, it's like Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Straight up. I've never, I've never heard a bad thing about acid. I mean, my second time doing it, I had a terrible trip. Yo, really? Didn't it last all those hours? It lasted maybe two. Oh, that's too long. Dude, I cried my eyes out. I was, like, having a horrible time. You were like, oh, get me out of this. I'm ready to be done with yeah, this. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. It's just something set me off. I think my mom texted I should have just turned my phone off. My mom texted me. She's like, I love you. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, she ain't going to be here forever. And it just, like, dude. Oh, God. It, it broke me down. Really? I I think it took me like two or three years to get over that like freak out. Do that. Like I'm straight. Like it ruined my whole perception of reality. Like it broke me. I'm not even joking. But you still kind of think about it. I think about it. That's what makes smoking weed so hard for me, or even taking edibles. It's because like when I get back into that headspace, I'm like, <sighs> oh, bro. You know what I mean? So you gotta make sure you. Because I've only had one bad trip. And that's because my friend milked the bong, and I took it to the head. Mm. And I'm not—I don't do a lot of—I don't—I don't smoke a lot of anything. Yeah, you know. And bruh, 
talking about a terrible trip, bruh. I literally went outside. I was I was pretty much walking baby steps because I was just <laughs> fucked up. And literally when I was like, I I just don't want to be behind anymore, man. Yeah, no, that's like, yeah. And my friend was like, okay, he gave me some um, some oil, put on pop, drop. He, I couldn't he couldn't take the high away, yeah. but he can. It was like these uh, some oil that he put on the bottom of my tongue, and they held it there. And um, the Daniel White Show is proudly sponsored by Hybrid Coffee. And when we say we're proud. We're really, really proud because not only does Hybrid Coffee specialize in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe, every can you purchase helps support families that make the coffee industry possible. That means giving back to 3,600 members across 65,000 acres of Colombian coffee farms to help them achieve greater profitability with less environmental impact on the planet. So don't just drink cold brew, drink high brew. Go to www hybridcoffee.com use promo code DWBREW20 for 20% off your order of a 12 pack and get cold brew that doesn't taste better but does better shit directly to your door like he's put me to sleep oh word yeah he put me to bed <laughs> I literally rested it off but I dude and I was I used to do salvia oh remember like dude. which is pretty much literally like spice yeah like we, what the fuck? Like, we, I've smoked. Yeah, because I was so afraid of getting drug tested at work. Oh, okay, That I was just yeah. like, all right, this is me in high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. is, we did, like, yeah, we did all the, 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 the salvia, the K2, go monkey. And go monkey was what got me to stop. And maybe I thought I was literally <laughs> going to die. Dude, that's awful. Because everything in the room got really narrowed. Yeah. And I was hot. And... What finally got me to come down was it was a winter time. My friend opened the door because it was a house party. So there's almost too much, too much going on anyways. But the cold, hair, the cold air hit my face, and I was like, holy fuck, let me go outside. And that finally calmed me down. But Fresh air. Dude, we'll fresh see. air, dude. Drugs are crazy, man. Like I said, I, I, I can't make it into it. Um, God, like 2018, the Christmas time, I smoked weed for the first time. For real? Yeah. That's crazy. Very recent. Yeah. Um, Threw up because I was also drinking, but I enjoyed yeah. the high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool, this is cool. And then the pens started coming out recently, and then edibles. I was like, this is great. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you picked a good time to get in it because, like, with, I don't know, with the way that, you know, weed legalization is going, we're probably not too far off North Carolina. Virginia's getting it you know? July 1st. Yeah. I mean, hell, in, even Greensboro is what decriminalized up to a certain amount. Certain, like yeah, because people are doing, doing the Delta Eight and Delta Nine yeah, the stuff. Delta Eights are sick. Luke. Which, oh my god, that CBD, bro, mm. dude! I took one. The first one I got, my friend starting a business here, which I don't need to get him on this podcast. Um, he gave me a gummy. I was like CBD, whatever, mm-hmm. but it has Delta Eight. Yeah, and I took that joint. I was like, cool. But an hour, hour in, he was like, oh my god, yes, sir. And it's legal. That's yeah. a legal amount of THC. Yeah. And I was just gone, fucked up. I told my buddy about that stuff because uh, I was at the Sandy Ridge <laughs> Farmers Market. Oh yeah, yeah. And Apotheca had a had a stand up in the little building there, mm. the inside market area. We walked past, and, and the lady, you know, running the spot, she was like, "Hey, you guys want to check this out?" I was like, "I mean, I guess I'm not like into that stuff, but yeah. sure, whatever." And so we, um, you know, I picked up like a little little pack of the Delta Eight gummies. I was like, yeah, we'll see how how this goes. It was like thirty dollars for that little bu- that little bag. 
I was like, if these don't work, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I took one. <laughs> Dude, that shit floored me. Dude. <laughs> Went on a walk. <laughs> I had, look, I had two apexes while I was high. Dude. Like, I hit two high points. Really? I hit one, and I was like, all right, we're coming down. This is going to be real nice. We're going to mellow out. Went to cookout. Got home. Started eating the cookout. And it went, and, like, ramped back up. Like, and I was like, oh, get me off this ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were oh watching Star God. Trek. We were watching Star Trek, which made it so much worse. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh. I was like oh, the galaxy is imperceivable. <laughs> Like, I was just losing my mind, dude. So, Delta 8's great, but, like, it's, it's a little it's a little reckless. It's intense, brother. But it is very intense. It does the job, I will say. Dude, I'm telling you, like, and it's crazy that it's legal. And now, you know, after coming up from, like, Vegas and seeing how a legal weed world looks. Yeah. it's Dude, it's not even, it's not the world that conservatives have you fooled. Exactly. Um, like, I just got back from Denver. Last That's week. right. Yes. I thought I was going to see people walking around vaping like freight trains. No. I barely smelled it. While exactly. I was there. And I was all the way around downtown. <laughs> yeah. I probably smelled it two or three times the whole, what, three days I was there? Because it's, since it's available on there, everyone's like, oh, well. It's so nonchalant. Hell, they, they're they not even trying to be out in public smoking anyway. Exactly. Getting high and walking around is not fun. It's really. Like if you're light, if you're lightly high, fine. If you were like hitting that shit, I do not want to be on my feet. I don't want to be around anyone. I want to be on a couch. I want to be in bed with my friends or right. yeah, in bed or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, let's get fucking high, go to the mall. I'm not trying to calculate stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to go here, go there. No, I want to sit in my thoughts. Put me and down. Be me. I want to solve a Sudoku puzzle. Dude, I, never I want really... to watch YouTube. You know? Yes, especially like music videos, play music. Yes. Which usually I do, I lay on a pillow and just let music play, and it's the most beautiful thing ever. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, shout out to that. Shout out to marijuana. I'll never forget having fucking weed tea in Vegas. Oh yeah? It was like a, um, it was in a can, like a, um. Like a, like a Lipton? Like a Lipton, okay, like a Lipton kind of like tea, yes, like that, but mm-hmm. it was THC infused. Hell yeah. Best body high. Oh my gosh, dude. It was phenomenal. And I want to be in a world like that where I can just drink one of those if I want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't see myself ever really spending a ton of money on it. Mm -mm. You know, because I've never really bought bought edibles. But I haven't really bought like flour before. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because it makes me kind of nervous. Me getting put over randomly and me being fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm eating all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! It's a ma- imagine that you got like you got like a whole ounce. You got, bruh. If you do that, you got like thirty minutes to an hour to get your ass home. You better be chewing, bruh. Imagine that hitting you. Oh my God! Eating evidence. Rest no, in peace. I'd be getting home in like five to puke it up, dude. I'm not. I am not taking that to the face, no sir, dude. We think about fucking Portland decriminalizing all drugs. I think it's fine. That's how it should be. I think it opens up a channel for more um, clinical help. Exactly. Because it normalized what actually ails people. That way, it's not so stigmatized to actually go get help. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so like, yeah, fuck it. People, someone wants to do meth, you're not gonna stop them. That's what I'm saying. This is like, bruh, that's they're not out there hurting anybody. No, I mean they're hurting themselves. I mean they're hurting like, themselves, but like, 
you but, know, hopefully there's help for that, and I think that's an avenue for that, you know? Yeah, why would so. you take someone strung out on meth to jail? What's that going to do? <laughs> that does literally nothing. Right. <laughs> and does nothing at all. Especially if you're just going to throw them in a pen with, like, ten other guys. It's going to make it worse. It's like he's probably going to freak out. They're going to beat his ass, and he's going to be worse off for being there in the first place. Exactly. Right, so. This is outrageous. Dude, yeah. drugs. Shout out to Portland. Shout out to Portland. I do want to go. I used to want to live there. Mm-hmm. But I think it's too white. Very. <laughs> I'm a friend's like, it's great. Blah, blah, and they're, yeah, they're all white. Who I know people yeah. who live there. I love how you had to calculate. It's like, oh, I was like, I don't know black people there. I don't know black people there. Nah. I don't, I don't know. I know there are, there are <laughs> black people there because I've seen them online. Yeah. But it's just like, nah, it's pretty, it's pretty white. Even yeah. though, dude, all these protests, they go hard. Oh, no, they're about it. Like, they out in the streets with they're fucking well placed. Yeah, and they got like the nipple tassels on and everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, shut up, freedom fighter shit. Yeah, like, come going, and frisk me, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> They're in their faces and everything. So, uh, for real. Shout out to Portland because they be leading the way on that. I remember when George Floyd passed or hey, we got murdered. Yeah. Um, dude, they were out on those. I mean, the whole world kind of was, but like Portland sure. was out there for like weeks. Yeah. You know, so. Relentless. Yeah, I do want to, I do want to visit. Not been. I've only been to L.A. It's the first place that I've been. But yeah. um, yeah, Portland was crazy, man. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I can't say it's really on my list, other than maybe visiting Aaron Draplin. He's a designer. Oh yeah, that's how I did the uh, field notes. Mm-hmm, yeah, he lives there in Portland. Yeah, and he's got his studio there. It's like a little walk-in storefront. You can walk in there. It seems like it. Yeah, he's got like Fuck. he's got field note shit. He's got all his little DDC merchandise in the front. Looks like you just walk in and be like. What's up, man? Your ass would be a heaven. You know? I think that's one of my, like, long-term goals is to have a little, like, brick and mortar. That'd be cool. You want one? That'd be cool. I love that. I don't know how long or, you know, if it really would turn out to be something I care to have, but you never know. If I could have a place to do this mm-hmm. podcast and I would probably sell other people's art. Some of my friends, like, hey, like a booth kind of thing. Like, hey, go put your art up. I don't care. Oh, but that'd be sick. If yeah. I had a place to just hang out, mm-hmm. like, more of a free pizza studio kind of thing, oh, that'd be sick. I don't know where I would have it, but... Maybe multiple locations would be kind of cool. I feel like Richmond would be a good place to start. Richmond's cool. Richmond, like, you just came here from Richmond. Mm-hmm. We kind of had the same kind of view of Richmond. Richmond's a good spot. It didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. Everything you need to do is there. Yeah. I feel like it's a good... And I was saying this while, while I was there. Is like I feel like this place is a good pulse on New York to a point. Because mm. it seems like yeah. that's kind of like where some New Yorkers will go just to, like vibe out exist yeah they'll hit the train and just be like alright we're chilling well, you can get to the train from, from right, New York to Richmond right. yeah. so yeah. Uh, it's like somewhat of a conduit you know yeah. to that culture um, but like and I, I I don't know how much a storefront is downtown in Richmond right it's probably not cheap well okay but <clears throat> walked into this like thrift store I say thrift it was more like curated antiquities okay yeah, right? yeah and little antiques um and none of it was really like flashy or like crazy really? like there was a mug for like six bucks there were actually like two or three mugs they were all around like the seven dollar mark pretty affordable everything was like there was a big metal sign that i wanted it was like 50 bucks i was like dude this is like super cheap and it, didn't, at all. it wasn't the kind of stuff that you could see flying off the shelf right but this chick was like just run in the store. I was like, how are you paying rent with $5 price tags? She's like, on like one-offs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somehow. So I'm like, you either got rich parents or like 
rent's cheap, or I, I don't know. Maybe it's a combo of both. of both. I don't know. If I had to guess, because I know people, I mean, downtown real estate in Greensboro is not necessarily cheap, but right. Um, I don't know. It was, was it downtown, downtown? Like, yeah, pretty dude. high traffic area? It was on Broad Street. Maybe five to ten grand a month? I, could, I genuinely could not see that being paid with little knickknacks <laughs> under the $10 mark. <laughs> or it's a drug front. I don't know, we man. Those, you know, we, Every city has that random shop that's been there for 30 years. And it's like, it's always empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this place, this place wasn't even like one of those established spots. It was just... Like, it's not like Design Archives downtown Greensboro, right? That's been there for a few years, long enough that it has, like, this rapport, yeah. right? And it has, like, the, that sort of patina on it. People regard it as, like, oh, yeah, you should go to Design Archives. They got cool shit. They got cool booths. This was, like, a place, the whole the whole store is a single person's booth, technically. You get me? Because they are curating the yeah, whole store. the whole store. <laughs> but it was, like, it didn't have the same thrifty vibe as, like, Design Archives might. You gotcha. Yes. It was it was like a store. It was like if Supreme were selling little shitty knickknacks for five dollars. That's about that means five bucks in Supreme. That's but what yeah, I, well, that's what I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. And they were. I mean, I say they were shitty. They weren't shitty. They were just by virtue of being knickknacks, they weren't valued very highly. If if you get my meaning. Interesting. It's very interesting. Huh. There were no clothes. It really, it was just really? like just knickknacks. Literally, just like wall, like old world wall art. And Drug front. Maybe fucking maybe. I don't hey, know. Drugs pay a lot of people's bills. I w- I'd put it this way: if Cottage Core was a modern storefront, that's what that store was. <laughs> Cottage Core. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I'm joking. <laughs> Cottage core. Anyway, anyway, get off that. I, I think rent downtown Richmond right now might be kind of cheap. Dude, I would love to have. God, I would. That's a dream of mine is to have a flagship store. Be sick. I don't know what it would be, what I would do, but the Daniel White experience. Uh though, huh? Then get a standee of you doing yoga. <laughs> Put that in front window. Me with some downward dog. Yes. Or me doing with just boxers on. Dude, a lot of people gave me shit about that. I have a lot of people who were good friends of mine at work. Like, hey, dude, this, I, had to, I had to unfollow you, man. It's too much showing. I'm like, what? Fucking fascist. Have you never seen this dude in underwear, dude? It's just underwear. It's yeah, just like, underwear. have you never looked I mean, in the mirror? Like, I mean, yeah, my dick's imprinted in there, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> it's like, what, you ain't never seen a dick before? Yeah, this is like. Okay. I don't get that shit. Dude, I'm, People, I'm a free spirit. I don't, that, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, no, it's like guys especially. Because, like, like, in middle school, dudes were so fucking weird. That's very true. We'd be, like, whipping our ball sacks out in the gym, like, locker room. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, doing the weirdest, the most, yeah. some might say. Yeah. And then now you get to this point, it's like, oh, dude, I don't want to see your dick. It's like, you've been staring at one for your whole life. What's yeah. the big deal? It's a dick. Seeing a dick literally does not bother me. Yeah. You know what it's I'm like, saying? Like, unless it's like that dude in Pakistan. I mean, <laughs> dude, I kind of wanted to see it. <laughs> like, I was like, let me. I like I said, I only saw it wrapped them in cloth. But holy shit, dude, that's fucking nuts. I don't. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I and mean, people, I've been asked if I was gay all my life. You know, 
Is that just like a conversation starter? For I, don't, you? I mean, I know I have a lot of girls who are women, and <laughs> and people, dude. But even now, people think that's weird. You see me? Sorry, I don't mean to get off topic. Is that? Is this the guy? No, that's not the guy. Okay, because he's got like a whole third like leg no, on his jeans. Him. No, this guy is <laughs> it's like a. It's in like India, Pakistan, something like that. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll show, I'll show you. But you you have like lady friends that have asked. No, you no, I have a lot of women friends, and it, this is always this is so weird to me. How I guess I should a lot say of men. Anyway. If a lot of men, I guess it's a masculine thing. But you have, if you have a bunch of women friends who you aren't fucking, mm-hmm. they're just like, what's going on there? You know, I'm just like, this is my good friends is like, are you gay or something? Or I'm just like. Can we just not have friends? I can't have friends. Fellas, is it gay to have friends that are girls? <laughs> exactly, Do you have dude. platonic girlfriends? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, in undergrad, that was, like, the majority of my friend group. Exactly. Un- until I got into... Okay, y'all gonna hate me for this. Until I got into the fraternity. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Andrew was in the frat. And even then, I would say that my women friends were still outnumbering those guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, um, not by virtue, like as far as like, you know, there were a lot more guys in the frat than I had like women friends, right? Right. But we weren't like tight like that. Not everybody. Right. So like the guys that I that I was tight with definitely did not outnumber the women that I was tight with. You feel me? Interesting. Yes. So like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so I don't think. Kind of the same I boat. mean, if anyone ever called me gay, I never heard it. But like, I oh, I imagine it came up at some point, you know. Parsons Middle School. But I'd bring them to parties, and dudes were like, "Bro, she is, she's so hot, y'all fucking." I'm like, it's "Chill, like, like that. That's my bud." The, the fuck, like, the fuck you talking? I'm like, about, dude? we could date, and it'd be cool. But like, damn, you're getting real trashy over getting here. Weird. I was like, just because she's got boobs and is attractive does not mean we're fucking. She wants my dick or needs my dick. Yeah, you feel exactly. Me? So it's just our society is so weird like that. We live in a society of horny men. Of horny men entitled no men. game. No um, game. Don't deserve you, pussy. They ain't got no like talking game. They ain't got no dick game. The keyboard Their tongue games weak. <laughs> yes, work on that. Work, work on, on that. work on that tongue game, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that, that, that's the key. You can know what a clit is and still not know how to work it. Mm, work it. Let me twerk it. Just thing down, flip it, and lick it. Shout out Missy Elliott. <laughs> but nah, dude, it was like, yeah, I forgot how we got on me being gay. I'm oh, not gay. Too. But that was badly worded because I'm not gay. But <laughs> <laughs> but people, now, my, I forget who told me this. But a friend of mine told me that I had some femme qualities. Which is fine. That's fine. Man. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about hey, that. Feminine energy is is fucking cool. I'm just free. I'm a loose spirit. I don't think anything's weird. And, and and to bring it back to like growing up in a small town, I mean, this this probably was kind of a prevalent problem through the 2000s anyway. Yes. But especially in a small town, if you wore pink, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you feel me? You were just like, huh? Who's that weirdo? You feel me? And yeah. so like. Even before Kanye hit the scene with the hey, with the pink, pink polo, polo, I was wearing a pink polo. Yeah, with like a green uh, American Eagle in, in, or, uh, emblem on it, mm-hmm. the embroidery. And it's just like I know somebody looked at me and was like, "Yo, check out this." You know uh, what yeah, I mean? Back in the day, it was yours uh, like no, yeah, right. And so it, it's just so weird because like growing up, 
you know, my dad's country. You know, I had to deal with some of that shit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Not exclusively from him, but, you know, family abroad. But, like, mom, she was always like, yo, just, like, you look good in that color. Wear it. Who cares? She didn't give a shit. There's no girl color. Yeah, she's like, that color looks great on you. Wear it. Wear the fuck she's out like, I'm going to get it for you. You look good in it. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. This cool. is like. And I'm glad that she instilled that in me because it's like, color is so not binary. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like. There's wear, no gender. Wear whatever the fuck works on you. Yeah. That associated with any colors. Yeah. You know? That's why it's. It, kids growing up now is probably. It's so different than. Yeah. Than how it was for us. Because that's literally was it. Like, I come in, pink, whatever. You literally getting called out for it. Straight up. Yeah, no, straight up. Like, it is, Especially in the locker room. Oh, you pull, my God. If you pulled your pants down, you had on, like, some pink boxers with hearts or some shit. Because, you know, American Eagle loved that shit. Yeah. They'd look at you and be like, you know. This, yeah. It's just, you know. Yeah, anyway, you know what I'm saying. A, a myriad of F words. PC. Not PC term. <laughs> Not PC term, yeah. Oh my gosh. A but, uh, dude, a very Mac term, some might say. Yes. But dude, times have changed, man. Like I've I can imagine growing up as a kid now. I don't know. I mean I, I, I can't even fathom. I feel like the shit still exists, especially at that age group, but the coping mechanisms are there. If you get my meaning. Yes. Like there's a lot more tension brought to that stuff and how harmful it can be. Well, um, yes. I also think about how the world is so open to the kids now with how everyone has tablets. Oh, yeah. Everyone's exposed to so much. Because back then, we came up with the, the age of dial-up. You know? we, weren't, yeah. have, we didn't have internet in our hands back so, then. That, social media didn't really blow up until I was in fucking high school. Eighth grade? Yeah. Ninth MySpace. grade? Something Zanga. like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I, you know, even thinking about it and, and what ramifications and implications came with the idea of social media as we experience it now hadn't even began to come you know rise to the surface Mm -hmm. at that point it was just like we just uploading videos right now it's the fucking wild west (laughs) that's crazy like youtube used to have like porn on it oh it did you're right used to have all the shit on it yeah you're right you're right i think pretty quickly they started cracking down on that but like because youtube always google what do you mean Google didn't always own YouTube. No. Yeah, it was like a whole separate thing. I'm trying to remember what the the whole crux of it was, but they YouTube was made because someone was trying to find a very specific video. Yeah, yeah. They just made the website to accommodate that need, and it just YouTube. ended up becoming a fucking information giant. Just hub. Yeah. Dude, Google acquired that crap and taking over the whole internet. Yeah. My God, it's crazy, it, and it's crazy to like have been raised up and seen that rise, you know. Yeah, we literally saw that happen. Like, it, we came up in the point where like Charlie the Unicorn was the most happening shit on YouTube. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about Charlie. Unicorn. And that shit has been overshadowed by so much. Oh my God, at that, this point, if it wasn't for that stuff like that, and even Unforgivable, dude, yeah, the shit like that led the way for most of this comedy. Oh yeah, like that was like. What that was peak, a- absolutely turquoise cheap. Oh my freaking god! Uh, what was it? Smang it, girl. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it and bang, <laughs> dude. That shit is. I'll show it to you after this. Yeah, who did that? What's his name? What's the, it's that? turquoise cheap. That's turquoise the name. Jeep. It's like this record label that these dudes just had. I think I remember. They yeah, make their own shit. Yes. Videos. Oh my god! He's like, treat me like a pirate and give me that booty. <laughs> 
That was like back in 2011, 2010. My friend Travis dude. showed me those oh videos back right then. Yes. Bangers. Dude, but dude, what are, now you have videos just out the wall. You can't even keep up now. We don't even have humor anymore. It's just apology videos that get like billions of views. Dude. They're, they're raking in money just saying, I'm sorry, behind this like sad face. I'm sorry. This hollow, sad visage, right? Through Instagram. <laughs> and now we have literally influencers getting paid to be social media whatevers. Yeah. Which is insane to me. We haven't thought about that would even be a thing back when we were on social media. Yeah. No. It's just something that uh, it just came to rise as a side effect of just the internet growing up, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, there's a way to mark for companies to market, and that's pretty much what's paying a lot of those people. Yeah. But it's just crazy to me that people can go on TikTok, literally get a paycheck of a livable wage, and just make videos. Not saying that it's not a hard, not an easy, not saying that it's an easy job. Yeah, yeah. Because it is not. But that's insane. But putting it in the context of our lives. Yes. Like, 15-year-old me would not have looked at YouTube and said, I'm going to be making some bank on this shit. Exactly. Because, like, my my interests have never really been in videography like that. Mm. Like, I'm, I think <laughs> the craziest project I ever made was, like, I had a bunch of G.I. Joe figures. I made, like, a stop-motion video with them one time. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking sick. I didn't even upload it to YouTube. Really? No. I was just like, yeah, I like this. It's fun. Then I deleted it. I was like, whatever. Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty? A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we will try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. But like, oh my God, Drew. I feel like at the time, if I had uploaded it, it would have blown the fuck up. Dude, it would be crazy. Because it was literally like this dude in a mech suit and all the other figures I had standing in a circle. And it was like a disco. And he was like dancing. And he went to do, like, you know, kind of, like, spin around. And yeah. ended up shooting everybody that was in the circle. So, each, each frame was like, dude, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doo, it was doo, so doo. fucking dumb. Dude, um, I love that. But, like, I showed it to my friend, Paul, at the time. He fucking lost it. He thought it was the funniest shit in the world. <sighs> I should have uploaded it. So easily. But, but anyway, put it in context. Like, me making that shitty video, at the time, you know, YouTube was still, you know, pretty innocent. It's like, it was just for the pure enjoyment of it. Yeah. And to, and to think about where it has come, you know, now it's like, God damn, you know, dude, that's why I feel so old. Yeah, remember, I remember having like I don't know if you had Zynga back in the day, was like a live journal. Mm-mm. Okay, yeah, those were. How old are you? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay, we're I'm I'm thirty, so yeah. it's a few year gap there. But like I remember Zynga, where you just got on after high school, wrote about your day, put your favorite song at the moment. And just walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember that? Like, the MySpace? Yeah, MySpace. That's kind of like MySpace, yeah. Yeah, MySpace came from... But I never had a MySpace either. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, oh. I, like, I don't want... That's not to say that my friends did it. Right. Because did. Okay, right. I just didn't have a MySpace. What about AOL? That's a messenger. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Man! Yeah. Those were some good days. The start of 
uh, animated emotes, more or less. Yes, it was, and the smileys and stuff. Yeah. All those emote, the little square things. No. What you mean? They have like little badges that you could use. That was mostly on Zanga. Those are these cool little square badges you can use, and people use. Those are like the those are like the memes, not memes. Those are like the emoticons back in the day. Oh, They're like yeah. flashing. Gotcha. Britney Spears and shit. Um, yeah. Like a little animated gif. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was all. That's why all back in the day. Yeah, I'm saying they see that what has come now. It's like, bruh, that's just nuts. Wow, what a world! It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I want to answer some of these questions. Let's get it. We have these questions. I use it for a Daniel White show. You want to interview someone for a specific topic, but I was like, we should have conversations on some of this stuff and not have anything necessarily really talk about. We're going to say Your our thoughts. Where you know I'm at saying? my best, man. You know? All right. This is from the Big Talk Pack. Ooh. I haven't seen these questions. Okay. We're going to answer them honestly. We're going to answer just three of them. All right. We'll, we'll be good. Okay. I already did this one. All right. I'll pull from one side. Okay. Why do you do what you do? That's a really awesome question. That's a very... Hmm. So... Okay, yeah. I'm curious how we're going to answer this. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is going to be like... Yeah. All right. First of all, what do you do? So, I am a graphic designer and lettering artist. Um, there are multiple ways I can answer this question as far as why I do what I do. Uh, practically speaking... I came out of college and got into print. Uh, that was something that was interesting to me. That led to type, which led to lettering. Okay. Right? And just how all that stuff kind of plays in, in multiple ways. Not just, like, print, but, like, you know, print influences type, which type influences lettering. And it's all kind of in this circle, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess, mechanically speaking... It was all in a circle until, like, you know, digital printers came up. Right. And existed. And then it was, like, art imitating real life, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was, like, it was like yeah. the digital space is imitating what we've been doing. Um, so you get some of that artifice from it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the that interaction still exists. You know, people are still experimenting with letter forms and... Um, you know that that whole world essentially, and that that interests me. That that's really cool stuff. Um, that's probably the most concise way I can really put that. Yeah. But uh, as far as why I do what I do, if I were to answer it differently, more existentially, maybe. Um, my I, I was actually doing some research recently. Existentialism versus absurdism. Wow. Okay. And I, you know, I don't want to make any concrete statements on it, but I think I lean more to the absurdist angle, not to sound like a pretentious, but, but, um, more or less. And and this is coming from a kid that was raised very like religious Baptist at this point in life. I feel like we exist in a very meaningless space. Mm hmm. Inherently, we have no meaning. We just are here, and we die. Interesting. Yes. I didn't mean to get too deep. I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, but, okay. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. 
the absurdest part of that is the interplay of the chaos of nature, the callousness of nature, versus man's inherent, I guess, search for meaning, for self-truth, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where that conflict arises between the cold nature and the truth-seeking, the, the meaningfulness, mm -hmm. quote-unquote, of man. Yeah, right? yeah. Human. And so, in spite of whatever conceived or perceived, rather, perceived, meaninglessness, I'm losing my words here. <laughs> in spite of whatever perceived meaninglessness there is, yes. I choose to derive my own meaning through what I do. Right? I think that should be the goal for... Well, for everyone. Everyone. Well, yeah. it should be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um... But, you know, people have different lives, um, lives, they make different life choices, um, and, you know, people make their choices based on how they perceive the world, and that's how I perceive it currently. And so, anyway, that's a long-winded way to say, in spite of how I perceive things, my work will always outlive me. Yes. And that is why I do what I do, partially. I like that. So, I'm sorry if that got real... Deep and pretentious, everybody. But so I feel like you're trying. To, that's how I feel. You think you're trying to create a legacy with everything you do? Well, I'd like to think at some point. Yeah. You know, someone could look back and be like, "Wow, this dude really sucked." And it's like, yeah, well, yeah. my work's still here. My work is still here. <laughs> you know, so this <laughs> yeah. thing where you live as long as you're, you know, the last person who remembers you. Yeah, exactly. So if your work just lives on, then it's like, no, you never like, be forgotten. You know. Um. Yeah. I mean, precisely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's sick. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah. To, to have that that um, that ambition. Yeah. To want to create that. Yeah, and it's not, I don't know. Part of it is like, yeah, I want to be great. But it's like, how much value is in that? Yeah, what is great? Great to me would just be like, you know, I'm really, really proud of what I've done with my life. When you, break you know? It, when you break it down, that's literally what I want to say on my deathbed. Yeah. I'm really happy with that, with the shit I did. Right. I want to look back and just be like, man, that was cool. That was a fucking ride. <laughs> you know? And, and, and you yeah. know, as a ride, it doesn't have to be some chaotic, wild, you know, turn and burn until the wheels fall off. Yeah. You know? It can be a slow slow burn. And life is a slow burn. Yeah. And, we, and that's why everyone needs to slow the fuck down. Yeah. It's like, just take it, man. Just take it one day at a time and... Mm -hmm. You're building your own legacy every day that you decide to take that step. So that's literally what I've come to terms with yeah. during COVID. Yeah, I mean Just, that was that was a big thing. Yeah, COVID especially is like society at large was framed around this notion of like death mm -hmm. from you know obviously the pandemic. And I was like, wow, this has really like changed the way I think about my work. So yeah. Um. And I'm still exploring that 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 space. Like I don't, I say I'm an absurdist, but like mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to like such a concrete binary sort of deal. Like I'm either existentialist or I'm absurdist, right? Or I'm nihilist, you know. And I don't want to sound like a nihilist because, I, you know, I think it's smart to to say like, hey, I won't be here one day. I don't think that's nihilistic. I think that's realistic. That's very realistic. Exactly. See, that's what I think. This is like yeah. one day, I'm gonna be. In the ground somewhere. I'm not going to be here. Could right. be tomorrow. Could be tomorrow. Could, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, you you might not be prepared. It's like, you know, I wake up and I do what I like to do. 
And that's it. That's it. That's literally the goal of life. I think everyone around the world kind of shares that. I just want to wake up and do what makes me happy. Yeah. And that's, you know, uh, I guess we're going on a, a month now. Yeah, here in four days, I'll be doing freelance for a month. Um, I'm not great at it right now. I'm really oh, you're building up. I, yeah. There. Well, I'm getting there. That's, that's the whole point, right? I'm not working every single day, which is like, I need to get my shit together. But having the freedom to do that in its own right is like beautiful. Yes. Um, to say like, hey, you know, I'll get what I can done today. Um, the deadline isn't coming up just yet. Right. You know, or just having the luxury of working on my brand or working on a project that someone came to me to came, work on. Came, came to you. That is like that's insane. insane. That's insane. Like, And that's already great. You know, and if I can keep that, if I could build a life around that, that's fine. That's cool. You're, and you're, if that leads into other avenues and I end up not doing this forever, that's fine too. Yeah. If somewhere down the line, I'm like, fuck it. I want to help produce music. It's like, all right, cool. I can, you can make that shift. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And you, you can cold turkey make that shift. Yeah. You fuck just it. have to be willing to make that change and learn put, the shit. Put in the work. That's it. That's it, brother. Cause like even two years ago, I probably wouldn't have. You know, I probably wouldn't have even imagined myself having this setup and studio practice and everything. So, yeah, you know, it's just about waking up and putting the steps in to make it happen. And that's those are those are my steps so far to building my legacy. I love that. Right. So that makes me happy. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing your shit. I mean, I think I've known you for about two years, I think. 2019. Yeah, Yeah, somewhere around. there. Yeah. So I've kind of seen a little of this growth, you know what I'm saying? Not the full extent of who Andrew is, but as far as I didn't know you back in the day, but yeah, for the little I've known you, it's like damn man, he's fucking doing a damn thing. I've seen you go freelance work, freelance work. Now you're yeah. freelance, yeah. And then you're like, you're gonna literally dive in and see, yeah. And I look around and your studio now, and it's like, shit, yeah, yeah. he's doing this. And uh, you know, it's funny. I, <laughs> I come every other day or so. I'm like, man, I, maybe I should look at this job, or maybe I should think about part time. It's like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, own this freelance stuff for a little bit. Trust it. Just try. Yeah, exactly. Just trust it. Let it. It's one of those things where it's don't rush anything. Don't Just rush let it. See what you got. You can pay your rent. There's, there's always ups and downs. Always ups and downs. Yes. Just see it through. That's hard. It's hard to trust a space like this. Especially yes. with the immediacy that social media brings us and, and the, the, the guys that we're left to deal with. Um, from other people's accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's, everything's green on their side. My shit is splotchy. It's like no, no. Everybody's got it, ups and downs. I used to have the worst relationship with social media. I used to find something to post every single day for just just to seem relevant. Right. And I forgot when I snapped out of that realization that that's bullshit. I think it was like two years ago. And because social media can be so unhealthy, um, very unhealthy. Um, yeah. It's so gross how much of a hold that it still somewhat has on me. But mm-hmm. I've I have done a lot of work. But so you've got probably to break off of that shit, bruh. Like I need to do better too. But like I'm not I'm not in a in a rush to post things. No, you know what I'm saying. I like doing things is kind of when I do them. Obviously, we both create. I don't shit. I haven't posted any more recent stuff probably in you know, a long ass time. And and it's gotten to a point where like 
I don't even think about using. I, I'm thinking about stopping using hashtags. Yeah, I never. I I, I think maybe when I first got Instagram, I was on that, but I knew I I'm too lazy. The other day, I posted that video of the window painting. I did. Sick, yeah. I posted the the actual post of it. I forgot to put hashtags on either of them. They got higher numbers than like the past two or three Dude, posts. The like, hashtag crap is whatever. This is stupid. Like, I'm like I mean, I'm trapped in a niche. I'm getting the numbers that I've been getting. Why am I even bothering? You know what, what I mean. You're good. Are you good? Come on in. Come on in my house. Oh. <laughs> Jess is here. Say what's up, Jess. Yeah. I'm with that. Well, she has some goodies, too. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Damn, stop by Costco. Dude, shout out. First of all, shout out Costco. I wish they had sponsored this show one day. Dude, dollar hot dogs. Dude, dollar fifty with a drink. Okay. Okay. Don't think, you, don't think you can just get a hot dog in there. I think you, it just comes with a drink. Uh-huh. In Whatever. your footlongs. <laughs> Dude, I love that answer, by the way. Yeah. Of what you do. I relate to that a lot. Um, what I do, I am... I used to, it's funny, like years ago, I'm a photographer, but now it's just yeah. like... I'm a lot of things. Right. <laughs> Which is awesome, you Decidedly know. Decidedly so. I build my... The photographer is like one of the things. Like, I, and honestly, it's, it used to be one of my main things, but now I wanted to do. I do more personal work with my camera than anything. Like, I'm just more of a. I, I mainly want to do stuff like this. I want to yeah. connect. What I do is I'm a photographer, podcaster. Now I'm a little bit of video now. Yeah. And making music for film and making music and all that shit. It just sounds like a media guru. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I'm a. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a uh, yes, I am that. But I do all that. With hopes of connecting people together. Yeah. You know, that's why I make this show. That's why, that's why Free Pizza is this. Literally yeah. to connect people to the world. To people who probably don't, who, who wouldn't find them any otherwise. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I'm the way no. that people can, you know, I'm not, I'm saying like I'm a, an important figure to get people connected to other people. But, you know, through that show, I mean, a lot of people have been on those shows have been, you know, they've, I mean, it's, they've, awareness has been brought to them. Yeah. Then, you know. That would not have existed otherwise, you know. Yeah, and you don't have to say it because I'm sure most everyone that's been on that podcast would say that. Yeah, they've experienced. Yeah, yeah. You know, a great deal of contact or growth or you know. Hopefully, you any know. sort of engagement. I yeah. mean, it's it's at least one click more than they had. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, exactly, exactly. That's all I want to be. Yeah, that's all I want to be. I want to be as well. I want to be someone that is a bridge to other things. Yeah, you know, um, I'm grateful to know i know a lot of people you know and i get to use these platforms to just i don't know disconnect like even with my music like i like to connect with other artists when i went in music my last ep was me to connect with people musically yeah like every album had a feature you know yeah every every single song on that record has a feature of someone who i think is cool as shit you're like dj Khaled. (laughs) pretty much actually DJ Khaled, Except you're best. actually out here producing shit. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm definitely. I would say every every definition of the word. I'm a full. I'm a creative. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what sure. I'm not do it for. You know why? Why do I do what I do? Well, I know I do it just to fucking. You know everything I do is almost therapy in a way. Yeah. You know to get my feelings and emotions out of my brain because my brain's always so clustered full of shit. And doing all those things helped me just release 
which is wonderful. Um, we have photographer for ten years, podcasting, whole media. Uh, I'm a whole media guru, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Or aspiring sure. to be. And the ideas, ideas I have coming up for doc- documentary work and everything is even more of an effort to connect. You know? All right. Other, for other people, people that maybe aren't even necessarily artists, or at least self-recognizing, um, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, and that's the I want, like, I love artists, but I love just people, period. Right. I want my work, I want my work and everything to connect with these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's, oh, I guess it's not as deep as Andrew's answer, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I do what I do. resonate further. To create bridges. Yeah. That's, 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 that's why, I, that's what I do what I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, heck yeah, that was good. I like that question. That was a good question. I wish you would have told me all this before I made your logo. Dude, no. Your logo is sick. I could have done you like a whole ass, like, I don't know, like a spider web or a bridge <laughs> or. No, the logo's fine. I'm going to plug this in there. Okay. Read the next question. Here. Okay. I was going to say, is there a plug over there? I'm going to find one. Uh, I was going to say, you might have a better time. Here, I got you. Um, was it a two-prong? Yeah. Yeah, let me see it. If you'll go, if you'll get up and turn that second light, the, or the second switch, the one closest to us. On. Commercial break. Oh. oh. Yeah, I can make this work. Break. Word. All right, we're back. All right, Andrew's reading question number two. All right. Does it matter which one I read? Nope. Let me get a little closer to the mic. You can choose your favorite one if you want. Ah, oh, dude, my leg fell asleep. Uh, Mine too. I'm shifting. Ooh. I need to get on that yoga train. Dude, come on. Um. What is one thing you like to do that sets you up for a great day? Mm. You kind of mentioned it just now, actually. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, so yeah, yeah. what I don't, what a lot of people don't know, um, unless you follow my, you have, you have my, my other account. I have two accounts on Instagram. I have a private one where I can release the thought, release my my brain. Loosely, and then I have my main one. But on that one, I'm talking about my meditation practice. And recently, probably within the last couple of months, I've invested in a lot of, not a lot of, some meditation gear, um, an actual pillow and all that stuff. Um, but every morning, five minutes minimum meditation. Hmm. Um, literally, feet hit the floor, I hit the, I hit the pillow. Um, literally, have a timer on my watch where I sit, put on meditation music on Spotify. And I sit there for at least five minutes and just clear my mind. Like you, as soon as you wake up, your, I, your mind is already clouded? Yes. Huh. My mind is full of stuff. I need to find a therapist, honestly. But <laughs> it's I not mean, bad I guess stuff. guess we all do, yeah. It's not bad stuff. It's just stuff. It's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, just thinking of different scenarios. Oh, oh, the oh, fuck? Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. That thing is just chilling there. Anyway. Oh, shit. Um, I think I need therapy after touching that roach. Dude, fuck. Um, sorry. Roaches exist. But, um, <laughs> no, 
Yes, I mean, it's not bad thoughts. It's just thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but that um, meditation to clear my mind up. I got to do yoga. People who follow me on social media know I do yoga every pretty much every single every single morning. Whether I post it or not, I'm doing some kind of stretch. Um, eat me a breakfast. Read something. I'm reading Dark Tower right now, which is very it's not dense, but it's it's long as fuck. Right. But if I'm not reading that, I'm reading something every morning, and um, some form of exercise. Right. So that's kind of a that's run down from how I want my day start. Yeah. 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 I'd really like for mine to be more consistent like that. Mm, uh, I'm not perfect every day, but well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's unrealistic to think every single day is going to be like that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like the, I guess intentionality behind meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I don't. I like the idea of meditating. Um, and, and how do you, I mean? I guess how do you go about that? Is I, it, it kind of like traditional? Like you sit with your arms resting. You're you're in a very like yes you know, upright. Sometimes pose. yeah, I'm upright. My yeah. legs are crossed, uh-huh. and I don't necessarily do like you know like the the hands. Yeah, sure, Sometimes sure. my hands are like this. I'm just like literally is 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 clearing my head, doing breathing exercises, mostly breathing exercises, mm-hmm. breathing in through my nose, but not through my nose, through my mouth. Long breaths in, long breaths out. Like you're running. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and um, I start with uh, there's some YouTube videos, and you can do affirmations. So sometimes I'll do guided ones, mm-hmm. but I've wanted to mix in some self guided ones too, where I just say things in my head. You know what I'm saying? Or just completely clear my head. That's awesome. Yeah. So I definitely, if you have any, you know, need some guidance, I would definitely do some affirmations on YouTube or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send you some. Please. Yeah. Um, Because for me, like, and this isn't answering the question just yet, but for me, like, meditation looks like waking up, laying in bed, and I I don't consider this meditation, but the closest thing that I could call that is just laying there and just thinking about, you know, kind of how my day is going to go, what I've got going on. Mm. Because to me, I'm at most peace when I have contemplated and considered my day yes and i know what's going on right smart yeah which ironically clouds my mind <laughs> yeah right but as a pressure but at the same time it's like okay i've got a game plan let's get up and get on it yeah that doesn't always happen but something about that brings me some level of peace right but i think deeper down it probably doesn't help that much it brings some structure to your day yeah, you're structuring it in your mind, but also you got. It's weird though, because it's like people want structure, mm-hmm. but you gotta be kind of you gotta leave some room to be loose too. Yeah, it's like a it's like a taut or a somewhat taut rubber band. You know, it's still got yeah. it's got a little flex to it. Yes, you can't like, like a trampoline. Can't be, yeah, you can't right? be too strict or it's not fun. You make sure your days are still fun. Well, yeah, but also it's like just life. Yeah, you can't have it too strict because shit happens. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I got last year especially. I got into the practice of like getting up and sitting on the front porch in the morning. Ooh yeah. And that was like somewhat of a release. Yes. Because at the time I got laid off, and yeah, I wasn't in a rush to go back anywhere. I was just minding my p's and q's, sitting mm-hmm. on that porch. But a lot of it was just coming to terms with like, what are you doing? You know what. 
are you doing lettering? Are you doing this? Mm-hmm. A lot of introspective thought, like, why are you like this? Why won't you figure it out? Like, come on, we've been at this for years now. Mm-hmm. And just sitting on the porch and just staring off into the leaves was just like, this is the shit right now. Dude. I don't have to think about nothing. Everyone needs to find some part <laughs> in their day to literally just sit with themselves. Yeah. Just sit with yourself and just think. Or just not think. Yeah. Either or. Um, yeah. Honestly. If, you, if you're if you able to disengage, like, do it. That is what I... And that's what I do with meditation. Yeah. I plan to disengage, which is fucking hard. That's the end goal. Yeah, for sure. For Super sure. hard. Yeah. Because thoughts come in all the time. But it's when you hit that point where you can just literally not think about anything. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I can have my eyes closed forever and I'm just like, so much peace. Yeah. But I was, I'm, glad, I'm glad you still find that peace and you just sitting out on the porch. Yeah. Just simple things like that are just so meaningful. It's like if I ever own a house, it's like front porch sitting. Got to have a front porch. Oh. And I'm not talking like some front porch right off the road. It's got to have some like. It's got to have some land. Yes. Some porch. I've got to have at least like two or three trees. Like good trees. Good trees. Right. I want to look off into them. I want like a Japanese maple. I want an oak. Oh, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell, maybe a pine tree. I'm with it. Just for the height. Right? Okay. Okay. But, uh. Are you a breakfast eater? Hmm? Are you a breakfast eater? Yeah, I'm like a really like bare bones breakfast sort of guy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will cook an extravagant breakfast, but... For me, I got that cast iron in there. I'll heat it up, a little bit of oil, mm. two eggs, right on it. Two eggs, like hot, hot, so they crisp up on the bottom. Mm. Then I'll lit them so the yolks will finish up a little. They'll be like jammy. That's what I'm talking about. A little really? garlic powder, a little onion powder, some sea salt, some fresh black pepper, some thyme. Really, some thyme in there. Some thyme. Thyme on eggs. Huh. Let's normalize that. Is that that consistent <laughs> breakfast for you? Pretty much. I need to go get some more time from Trader Joe's, but yeah. Shout out Trader Joe's seltzer. Yeah, because eggs are cheap. Uh, I'm trying to go vegetarian, so like. That's right. You are working towards that. Uh, I cheat a little sometimes with eggs. Um, You're living your life. Yeah. Well, the vegetarians eat eggs. Okay. Don't they? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty positive vegetarian. Yeah, vegetarians eat eggs. Yeah, I guess they the can. vegans obviously don't. But well, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Because it's not meat. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. I know about turning the eggs. Either way. Yeah. I'm aiming toward more, like, plant-based stuff. I'm with it. But, like, I'm even hesitant about that. But, anyway, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. yeah. Your mornings are very similar to mine, then. Hmm? Your mornings are very similar to mine. Yeah, I get up. Very meditative. You know, I get up. I hit the toilet. I get up from there. That morning toilet, bruh. <laughs> Let's go. You want to talk about meditating? Bruh. Ten minutes on the toilet. Release. Me. Phone, Sudoku. Release. If I take a dump, I'm getting in the shower. Then my day's ready to go. Dump, then shower. <laughs> right, not not shower, then dump. Dude, nothing's then the toilet seat's wet. worse. <laughs> nothing is worse than taking a shower, and then you have to take a dump when you get off and out. You're just like, dude, that's what's my ass. Or even like, you're like in the middle of shower, and it hits you, and you're like, you're oh, like, this cannot wait. Fuck. Like, this cannot wait. And then you get out. <laughs> you to get, hover get, up. Get the, <laughs> get the rug wet. Yep. Get the seat wet. Yep. Do you bother wiping? Because, I mean. No. I'm going to shower. You're just creating confetti at that yeah, point, right? I'm not going to wipe no fucking dry towel on my wet ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I'll get stuck in there and I'm fucked. And I'm gonna spread my cheeks in the shower. Well, I meant white with toilet paper because you're wet. It's like no. that shit disintegrates. No, then it's gonna go through the thing, get shit in your hand. I'm good. You're I'm just gonna, fingering your butt. Exactly. So I'm gonna <laughs> spread my cheeks in the shower, which is the best feeling ever, anyways. It is. If you're not doing that, why are you? Yeah. Not what doing are you that? doing? First of all, ugh. Ugh. Like if I had a bidet, dude. Oh, those are so freaking. Oh that'd my be god. A, that'd be a step between the shower, dude, and and the, and the toilet, right? Um, but but anyway, anyway, yeah. Morning morning wise, yeah, it's usually like two eggs. I like that. Yeah, I use my go to. If I go to meal, it will be an omelet. Really, an omelet with um, um, red peppers, onions, mushrooms, um, sausage, cheese. What kind of sausage? I like a maple maple um, pork sausage. Okay. Okay. Very good. It smells like pancakes when you cook it. It's very weird. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, And some grits. Okay. You know, if I had a go-to breakfast. But me being last minute and procrastinating as I do, it's usually oatmeal, banana, and berries. With milk. Which I just put Shelby on that, by the way. What, like overnight oats? No, putting milk in oats. So, like, heating milk up. Yes, with your oatmeal. You should always be doing that. That she's water. If you're using water, why? Why even bother with oats, dude? I tell you, I mean, exactly. I, I get it. I get it. Like vegans exist, but like, dude, just I don't, I just don't even eat oats. Just don't even eat oats, dude. Because you, you know, instant oatmeal, people. It says it calls for water or milk. Yeah, a lot of people use water. I'm just like, you are fucking up. Like it's passable. Like if I'm at a hotel, I'm gonna make it work. Yeah. If I'm at home, I am in my castle. I'm making that bitch my bitch. Right. Oatmeal is my bitch. Right. I had a roommate one time. He'd use whole milk. He'd add some heavy cream to it. Ooh. He put, he put like, uh, let's go. He put turbinado sugar in it with some cinnamon and like a quarter of a stick of butter. I was like, this is the most unhealthy shit in the world, but good Lord, if it doesn't go down, you know what I mean? Dude, that sounds phenomenal. They were thick. They were, Juicy. they were so thick. They're so thick. That sick. I miss Arshad. I'm with it. What a fellow. Shout out to him if he's listening. Shout out to Arshad. He's definitely not listening. I can't even get in touch with that guy. But uh, I guess I should answer the question, too. Yeah. Yeah, what did you... My ideal morning? Um... Oh, man. Typically, I get up, and I get up early. I'm talking like 6 or 7. Like around Daniel time. Yeah, six or seven. <laughs> yeah, and here lately, I need I need to actually make it a practice. But I've been trying to get a stretch in or two. Not yoga necessarily. No, not be yoga. You can be a bed. You can literally just stretch your hamstrings in your yeah, bed. That's what I'm doing. It's like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just stretching hands. Um, you know, tippy toes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, getting some clothes on because. It's important to change clothes, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this psychologically. It's important to like change clothes. Mm-hmm. 
Willow Wellness Center in High Point strives to deliver an inclusive, accessible, and non-judgmental approach to well-being by helping their clients find balance and peace in all aspects of life through massage therapy, yoga, reiki, and a variety of group classes. And now they're offering virtual yoga classes for yogis of all types, including a free beginner-friendly Friday morning flow that you can take from the comfort of your own home. Visit willowhighpoint.com and check them out on social media at willowhighpoint to jumpstart your personal well-being today. If you're in pajamas, even if you're working remotely, it helps you so much just to change clothes into mm-hmm. something like for the day. It's like a new day. Yeah, it just, you know, it really sets your head into a different space. But anyway, put on some clothes. Ideally, go get a cup of black coffee from uh, Cheesecakes by che- Alex. Oh, yeah. You or, do love that spot. Or get a cappuccino with almond milk, no syrup from Union. Ooh, okay. Something about either of those drinks. I'll sip it down, I'll come home, and I'm like in tunnel vision mode. You're good. Tunnel vision. And if I get hungry, I'll make like two eggs. You know what I mean? Right, two eggs. But like, something about that puts me into like focus mode until like two or three o'clock in the day. It's Mm -hmm. like five ants almost. Yeah. I just feel like zooted up. Like not, not like, oh, my heart's hurting. It's like, I can get work done. Right. Like I feel confident. I feel... I don't want to say brash, but I feel almost like I'm putting my ego on the back burner. Ooh, right? ego, yeah. It's kind of like if you're trying to, you know, I don't, do you draw at all? Do you ever try to sketch around? Um, I had a period where I was, mm-hmm. it, it didn't last. Next time you feel an itch or if you just want to, you know, kind of cold turkey it, do like a shot or two of alcohol, anything. Vodka, really? Whiskey, don't, I don't, whatever your poison is. Let it set in. Start sketching. Interesting. Makes it so easy. There's no ego. Or there's less of it. You're just like, yeah, I'm just going to draw some shit. It's crazy. I didn't realize how alcohol does kind of dissolve an ego. Also, to get back on the acid deal, I've never felt more like an artist that was in tune with his pencil than when I was on acid. Holy shit. Like, I'm talking complete ego death. Like, I I sat right in front of a tree and I sketched it up. And when I, like, became sober, I looked at it, I was like, that's a really good drawing. Really? Like, for, like, a two-minute drawing, it was, I mean, it was sketchy, but, like, it looked great. You know what I mean? It looked professional that's quality. That's sick. Um, it's just a matter of, like, perspective change. That's fucking cool. It's crazy that coffee does that to a degree. Yeah. It's like, it really puts that shit on the back burner. I'm like, I'm not sitting here, like, second-guessing myself. Like, oh, will that be ugly? Like, oh, maybe that will... It's like... Just work through it. Yeah. Which is how you should be anyway, technically, but... Yeah. We're all always battling our ego. Right. That's literally what... If you break it down, like, we're literally every step we take, every choice we make is something to do with usually our ego. Well, yeah. And... Anyway, that's a good start to my day. Yeah. I love that. Because, like, I'll get my emails done. If I got bills to pay, I'll do that. I get all the little bullshit out the way real quick. And then I can, like, whatever. Do you think? Be freelance. I don't think emails are bullshit, but bull- bills are bullshit. All the mundane kind of stuff yeah. of yeah. being an artist. Yeah. Which, here lately, most of my emails have been really cool, so I don't want, so you I don't want anyone that's listening to this that I've emailed here recently to think, like, oh, he fucking, he doesn't like talking to us, huh? It's not like that. He's talking shit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do the other side of this, because I think this is very interesting. All right. I love challenging questions. Okay. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about your life the world or anything else what would you want to know 
Dude, honestly, I probably wanted to know if if I was gonna die alone. Damn. I mean, I think obviously, inevitably, if, if, no matter who, you're gonna die alone, anyways. But you know what I mean. Yeah, as far yeah. as like how many times will like I love, yeah, or maybe if I will love one long full time. Oh man. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's something that's kind of romance has been a very complex thing with me. Yeah. Because it's never really been a priority, hmm. but. It kind of has been lately. Right, right. Of right. like just wondering like how that will look and will it be long term? Because love is complex. Guess you never know until you're in it. I know. It's I one know. of those things where you're like wading in water and then eventually you're like up to your neck. It's like, how did I get here? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I mean, genuinely, that's how yeah. it goes. Um, I've heard so many different crazy definitions of, of, of love. Yeah. And that's actually a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, actually. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, you're just like, just kind of stepping along. You're like, yeah, it's, it's chill, I guess. And it's like, as time goes, you're just like, damn, I'm in this thing. Damn. This is it. I'm deep. Yeah. So, um, but I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know if I want to know anything, honestly. That's what's terrifying. It's like it's kind of that question of like, if you could know how you die, would you want to know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even ask that question. I, fuck no. If you, uh, I'm good. If you know anything about the Greek tragedy, you would not ask that question because don't. you will inevitably make it happen. You would drive yourself crazy. You would make it happen just by virtue of avoiding it, mm-hmm. trying to avoid it. Right? Yeah, but so some fun destination shit. Yeah, so I'm not gonna fucking ask that question. Yeah. Um, don't care. It's not for me. No. Because when it happens, it will no longer be a concern to me. I don't want it to be a surprise. <laughs> I don't want, to, I don't want to know that. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, no. Fuck that. That'd be torture. You're, I mean, literally, you've set you, the whole course be, for the rest Even of if life. it was like 85 years old, we'd be like, Fuck, dude. Okay, I got like 50 years figured out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to know that crap. You wouldn't feel comfortable taking any sort of hiatus. Every single day would be a push to... Or maybe it would be relieving. Maybe you'd be like, well, my time's there. I'll just fuck around right now. Yeah. I don't know. Too stressful for me. I don't, you know. There's more cons to that than pros, in my opinion. A lot more cons. Human condition. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, too much. Um, Hmm. Let me read it. Just to see. Let fester. There's jazz music playing in the back of this, so people, our listeners can chill out for a second. And also think about your own responses. Yeah, maybe you could do your daily uh, affirmations and, and just throw this question into that. I, I don't uh-huh. know. Something there. What would you want to know if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about your life, the world, or anything else? Hmm. No man. I feel like everything deep that I could say genuinely, I wouldn't care to know. No. Like, when does the world end? Or oh yeah, is there a heaven? And it's like I don't care. Genuinely, yeah, I don't. I, don't, care about that I won't be around for any of it. Yeah. You know. That's why I kept it kind of close to home with like, with love. Um. I guess mine would be like. Will you ever be like 
at peace in your own skin. Mm. That's something we're always trying. That's always that's also something that we're in a journey of finding as well. Because like I always find myself more times than not, especially in public. I'm just like perpetually just on edge. And that's why I wake up with those thoughts. That's literally why I wake up and it's like, oh my god, okay. Yeah. But it's like, it's more of the, the, the state of being in that place where it's like, why am I like this? Mm-hmm. And like, yes, you know, social anxiety is a thing. And I think for a large part of my life, I've dealt with that. Yeah. But I always thought being cognizant of it was enough. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, chill. You're having an episode. Just like breathe in, hold, breathe out, hold. Mm-hmm. And that helps. And I think a lot of it just comes down to doing that more regularly. Right. Until I've rewired my brain to be like, yo, this is chill. You're fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's all it is. So. Sure enough. But, I mean, the answer to that question is just how long are you willing to, like, you know, continue making that a consistent practice? Right. You know? Right. Because a lot of times I feel like my excessive empathy is a detriment to myself. Mm, okay. Because okay. like, I'm always looking out. I'm always like, oh, we're going to be in this person's way. Go ahead and get over. Or if I stand right here, I'm going to be in the way of this. That might happen. I'm like literally always strategizing. Every move. Every move. Every move. Mentally and physically. Every move. Yes. Wow. And so to a point, it's like, who are you serving? You know what I mean? That is a question right in itself. It's like, well, is it so bad to think about other people? And that's that's kind of the conflict there. It's like, I'd love to forsake that for a day and just be like, I don't give a shit. But like, I can't. That's I can't, not who I am. You're not who you, that's not who you are. It's not your, it's not your... And yeah, to a point, it's toxic. But like, how much of that? You, you know how far can I go where it isn't yeah because um, I don't want to not care about other people I think the toxicity comes when other people just do not give a shit about others just straight up do not give a fuck that's where it comes in really that's where it usually and there's starts people out there who literally who are like that who oh, don't give a fuck genuinely about your feelings and about um, how they treat you I mean I guess in all reality they don't owe it to anyone to give a shit Mm-mm. nope no one owes you anything no but as a society, as a culture, it'd be nice if everyone were somewhat on the same page, right? <laughs> and I think that's where my conflict comes up. It would be up. nice. It's yeah, a perfect it world, nice. but exactly. that shit ain't happening. It ain't. It ain't. And I, I recognize that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of the obstacles of life yeah. that battling through and sifting through those people. Yeah. So I think my question would be just like, do I ever find a balance between my empathy and my apathy? Because <laughs> the empathy um, journey. is up here and the apathy is like that, exactly. way low. You know what I mean? Brother. It's a lot. That's good. See, I, those cards are cool. That's why I was mad last year a lot. I was like angry last year. I mean, as everyone should be. I had a very challenging year. But like, especially on top of all the police brutality just the sheer ignorance Mm -hmm. that was on display yeah the sheer 
no one can tell me shit sort of stuff. Yeah. I was like, dude, fired up. So annoying. So annoying. You saw a lot of people's true colors through those situations <laughs> last year. Yeah. A lot of well, politics, a lot of stuff with the the police brutality. Absolutely. And there's so many things that happened last year on top of COVID. So a lot of stupidity with that. Yeah. You saw a lot of dumb people last year, for sure. Yeah. And being able to keep it together. That's why I was so good at people just survived. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so good that we were able to just withstand and and, 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 and not get caught up in too much of the bullshit. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Wow. This is great. It was. Yeah. Or it, it currently still is great. It still is great. We're still here. We're still here. We're trying. We're doing what we do. We know why we're doing it, which is nice. But it's, we got to keep it in practice. Shout out to Dane White Show. Dude, shout, shout out. Shout out to Andrew. We're here till we ain't. We're here. See, I like that. Did you say that yesterday? I have it on the board yeah. right there. See? that's And when you break it, yeah, look, sometimes you just need a simple ass saying. You'll be like, yeah, we're here till we ain't. That's it. Do what you do what you can. Do what you will. Do what you will. Do what you can. Do it to um, your best of your abilities. You might not subscribe to Alistair Crowley as an individual, um, his practices, but, uh, you know, that was kind of the whole crux of his... Uh, his being is just yeah. do as you will. Do as you will. Un- until you're not here to do it. You're here till you ain't. <laughs> Bro, Andrew, appreciate you, brother. Dude, it's been sick. This has been cool. Let's do it again. Yeah, we will. I don't want to hog up the whole feed, but you know. No, this is this is great. I, I've always wanted to make this show this accessible to people. Yeah. You know, this. I want to do a lot more of this. Like, anyone listening, if you made it this far... Um, I don't know. I think probably like this man to two hours. Do it. We're close to like probably like two hours. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this, uh, Daniel. I mean, you know, obviously I'm his neighbor. It's a little easier for him to drop in, like, you know. But he just came to my door with his laptop and stuff. It's like super casual, very simple setup. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, much love. Thank you for listening. If you did listen to this far, we appreciate you. We talked about a lot of different shit. Yeah. From acid to peacocks, to to love to what we do to growing up in Lewis, Lewisburg Lewisburg to the Matrix hey if you're ever in Lewisburg you gotta go to Moss Foods they got the best meats go to Moss Foods people from Raleigh go to Lewisburg just for just, Moss Foods just for meat just for meat ha 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 meat bruh subscribe rate review all that stuff so I can feed my family okay <laughs> I want to feed my family. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.